What is up, guys, out there in radio podcast land? We are Systems Wild. We are a variety tabletop role-playing game. Uh, if you can't tell by how down I got that intro, this is our third time recording this intro. So 2023 is kicking off right, baby. That What a variety tabletop role-playing game is, is we play a bunch of different systems. Sometimes we play things that are currently big drama stuff going on, but other times we just sit down and play a horror game called Call of Cthulhu, which we're doing right now. Before we go on, let us all meet our doomed investigators as we go around the table. Gavin! My name's Gavin. I play Daniel Crawl. Daniel is really, really comfortable and confident about everything going on in this situation. He thinks 100% at least he is going to destroy and kill anything that comes his way. Even, possibly, his mates. <gasps> oh. <gasps> oh my I'm kidding. god. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. Dun, dun, dun. How dare you Holy sir. Crap. I'm kidding. He also almost pulled a gun twice on That's you. True. That, yeah. <laughs> that, that is, is very, very true. true. No, that is true. I'm kidding. I just right. to add and as and one of the people that he has pulled a gun on is <laughs> Richard Maxwell, played by me, Maxwell. Very creative. <laughs> Great transition. Hey, hey Maxwell. Transition. Yes. That's a very nice segue that you got. Did you get it for Christmas? Shut up. Make some ice on that bird. Nice name, Pally. Come up that yourself. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, but um, uh, Richard Richard's very skeptical about the whole situation and. Even though um, by the rules he shouldn't. Be. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll we'll come back to that. <laughs> Whatever. Uh yeah, he he's very confident that nothing super crazy is going on. Like maybe some weird stuff, but nothing that these these fools that or what he believes to now, be hold fools on. are. Now hold on. One of, on now, now one of those right. fools better not be Abigail. Not Abigail. Amelia Abigail. Grace. <laughs> I don't even know my character's Who's name. Abigail? Hi, I'm I'm Tori, and I play the fashionable British Amelia Grace. And I don't think she has any confidence in this gri- <laughs> in the in this group whatsoever. She's kind of with Maxwell on this one, and um, yeah, she does not like people at all. So, yeah. Jamie. Hey. <laughs> uh, my name is Jamie. What's up? And I play Gail Masterson. Uh, his voice sounds very different than this one. Um, and uh, he is a firefighter, and he's feeling pretty confident about this whole situation. He's dealt with this kind of thing before. It's kind of how he lost his wife. Uh, and he's kind of ready to get back at the Dark Forces, uh, no matter what it takes. Back on that shaft. To try and uh, sort of take his prize in return. Mm. Yes. Wow. 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 <laughs> wow, oh my gosh, that's so wow. insane. It's just a sea of Owen Wilson. <laughs> Will? Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> Holy shit. Hey guys, uh, I'm Will, and I'm playing Melvin Scottsdale. What an intro. Yeah. <laughs> this is right when I said Really gave Rick the grant one for his millionaire. Uh, but yeah, I'm playing Melvin. Uh, he's a university student who's kind of gotten wrapped up in a little in over his head with this group of people. Uh, and he and I... We're both not very confident about this. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, I genuinely think that at least half of us are probably gonna. You need die to have tonight. like you know how pi- like World War Two pilots have like pictures of like their loved ones. You need yeah. to have a picture of um, Rebecca. Rebecca's not his loved one. What do you? You all assume? Yes, that. she is. Yes, she is. No. She's your true. <laughs> no, she, did she say so? What? <laughs> no, I'm just the little like pictures. Yeah, like, 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 what? Like, so who's your guys' crush? <laughs> Why are you selling Carl Weezer? Are you cheering, Chip? That's your mom. Who is That was the point. He's doing that. It's my Rob Paulson. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. 
I'm sorry, I, Pia. And I think that's it for intros. <laughs> there we go. To round it out, I am once again Alex Owens. I am your lore keeper, your uh, master of the arcane histories, your crypt keeper. Uh, that's right. Uh, and how do I feel about how everyone's going to survive tonight? Bad. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For the audience, That's um, Alex has just held up a page that says, y'all gonna die. So if you were confused <laughs> earlier by the mention of uh, a lady named Rebecca talking to Melvin, all of the Call of Cthulhu episodes have been cursed. This episode has been cursed, but we are fighting through it like champions. The previous episode of Call of Cthulhu, not the first episode, but there are the lost episode in between has been lost. Cthulhu himself has extended his tentacly wrath uh, out to it and plucked it from our domain. Uh, anyone from who Alex's views that hard episode, <laughs> the Chronicles, <laughs> anyone the Chronicles who the lost game, anyone who views that episode looking straight on instantly goes into madness. But we will be summarizing that episode so that way you can indirectly know what is going on. If not, you can just skip ahead. Like I'm probably going to put some fun music underneath just to be like, hey. This is the recap, but once the music stops, the recap from the last thing will stop. So if you don't want to, if you just want to go in blind, like our investigators are going in blind to this whole situation, just skip ahead till the music stops. So without further ado, let's get ready to recap! left off. Everyone went from uh, Richard's bar to Miskatonic University to do some investigating. Miskatonic University, the place of study for Melvin as well as the colleague uh, who had, uh, the professor who has asked you all to investigate into the farmhouse incident that happened many, many years ago where he was, him and his college boys were really stupid and summoned a demon, allegedly. Uh, <laughs> it won't hold up in court, so allegedly. <laughs> where they eventually got all of the symbols on the sarcophagus, one of the items that they got, the little sarcophagus, translated specifically, this is what it said. Seeker of Wisdom, Sister of Embra, Deliverance of CERN, Orphan of the Cosmic Brood, Seeker of Wisdom. It's a child. A child. Uh, no. No. So, that is what the translation has said. Um, Melvin was kind of scared. Oh, um, a little spooked, but thankfully he did not uh, fully understand the, the role that he made uh, for what he saw. But um, Melvin eventually told his friend in the library to get out of town somewhere safe. That is Rebecca who we were talking about earlier. Uh, she did decide to Rebecca. go out of town somewhere safe, but Amelia eventually found out that uh, Rebecca fled to Ross's Corners, where all of these incidences are happening because ain't no one safe in the Cthulhu mythos, baby. Eventually, everyone gathered around to Gale's car uh, and headed on to Ross's Corners to finally confront what, again, allegedly lies in the old farmhouse. Uh, a lot happened while you guys were in the main town of Ross's Corners. Uh, Gale got the gossip from Ma Peters, and she said that nothing really happened, you know, around. It's a pretty small town, except that some local children were reporting noises coming from the old farmhouse land and area, uh, and 
recently a woman named Maddie, Maggie McFurder had uh, disappeared, uh, the wife of uh, the McFurder family, uh, and she kind of gossiped and said that uh, she she suspected that Miss Maggie might be uh, promiscuous of uh, of nature. Uh, so Gail took note of that. But Richard also snuck his way out of the main drag and around to the forest that began uh, leading to the property of the old farmhouse, uh, where he heard an unsettling otherworldly howl uh, and got spooked a little bit. And then Melvin got some milk from from the milk depot uh, that was also attached to the firehouse because we have to have milk in every campaign. I like milk and I'll shoehorn it in whenever I can. So get over it. <laughs> no, Drink I'm all milk. for it. I'm all the for it. Station. My bones are stronger than yours. <laughs> that's Whose bones are that strong? My now, bones are so strong. Now eventually... Everyone went around to the McFurder residence to talk to Mr. McFurder and see what the situation was, who essentially said that his wife disappeared a couple nights previously after going out to the uh, barn to tend to the horses. Everyone was investigating around the barn when Melvin felt some sort of strange calling, not necessarily a hypnotism, but more of a destiny, a call of destiny, if you will. A call of... Everyone eventually started following uh, Melvin to the old farmhouse as it, the late afternoon began to fully set. Uh, the sun is starting to set. Uh, that is where we begin as you approach this old farmhouse in sort of two separate groups. And that is where we begin as you guys are in sort of two separate groups making your way to this old farmhouse. I will describe it again as you are approaching. You see an old farmhouse that is of 18th century uh, in design with a high peaked roof and windows flanked by sha sagging shutters. While most of the windows are broken, the ones still intact are filthy and resemble frosted glass due to the years of dirt and dust. It is a single-story structure comprising of two rooms with a windowless attic overhead. The roof is a little bowed in at the top, but you can see that the shingles are still intact. This whole place exudes a strange sort of unsettling atmosphere. There's no birds in the trees, no bird song, just the sound of many branches swaying in the afternoon. It's as if this house has been waiting for you guys for many, many years. As Melvin was the first to feel this feeling, the rest of your group sort of gets a shiver down your spine as you now grow closer to this house. Uh, Melvin, Daniel, Richard, and Amelia. As you approach the side of this house, you pass by an old caved-in well. But before you can make your way to the front nearby, Melvin stops you guys and points out that there seems to be a, a dead raccoon. What do you guys do? I buy it. I'm kidding. <laughs> I pull out my gun. No, <laughs> I um, shoot it. Can I ask, where does Melvin see the raccoon? I, I'd imagine Melvin, like the moment he sees it, just kind of stops and stares at it like a thousand yards there and points at it. Oh, okay. To bring your attention to okay. it. Okay. Is it is it like directly in front of us, Alex? Yes, it's okay. kind of like the well is more towards the back of the house, but as you guys kind of naturally go to the path that would lead you to the front of the house, 
uh, towards the front door, it's kind of cutting you off in that oh, degree. What does okay. it look like? What's, I, I, oh, would, yeah. I would like to take a, just like find a stick mm-hmm. on the ground and like Pokes. go over and like roll it over. Yeah, so and you can see, see like how is it? Yeah, doing? yeah, yeah. I want to see it. I, I want to. I basically want to investigate. Investigate. The, the All right. Hurricane. I will let you give the choice. Uh, you can roll either science, uh, if you have science biology, okay. medicine, or natural world. Okay. Now, because everyone's around, I would also say that if you want to give your best chances, because you're going to, you're going to need we can it. All just do it. You can choose to make the medicine or science roll if you, and then he can give you the bonus die since y'all are all around. Oh, uh, do you want Yeah. In, in fact, that that's probably better. Like. Yeah. I imagine Richard's like he sees the you pointed out to him and he and he's like all right well let's go check let's go check it out son yeah. let's I, was, I, was, I imagine Melvin would probably want it more for his own like <laughs> feelings like he'd probably be freaked out by it, so having someone there for support yeah. mm-hmm. uh, it, it, look it's all right it's hey, just uh, it's a dead wreck it's, it's not gonna it's, hurt it's you dead. I know I know it's dead but we, okay you want to let's check it out okay um, see if can, it you, can you flip it over I don't want to touch yeah, it yeah yeah sure and he and I, I I take like a stick off the ground and, like roll it over on, okay. it, on its back basically and then Melvin well, kind of wince and lean in a bit to look at it <laughs> oh and like I, I yeah he, Richard like takes in the smell of it and he, he kind of like just does like a oh like a we, we, we've smelled worse stuff at the university but I don't like looking at it mm. Okay, so science roll. Yeah. Roll a science. Science! Science, she blinded science. me. Uh, and science. with a bonus die means that you get to add that one extra die and you can choose what, or you can choose, roll an extra tens die. Okay. And then that you can choose for, for this one. Yes. Okay. Which one? That's pretty good. That's better though. <laughs> 14. It's 14. Good. And what is uh, your number that you had to beat? Six, uh, so for the 30 and 12, like the stuff beside it. Yes, like so this was 61 a normal science. And then 30 and then 12. So that means 61 is what you had to beat. Okay. This was a normal roll. So gotcha. you have normal, hard, and extreme difficulties. If I say make a hard roll, that you would be rolling at the half value. Gotcha. If you make an extreme roll, that would be at the fifth value. A mm. critical success is rolling a one is a critical success. Oh, nice. Yeah. Essentially. Then yeah, I rolled a 14. The, all right, the all opposite right. of D&D. Yeah. First was 24, second was 14. Okay. That we must not name. So you not only beat your regular, did you... What, I beat the hard. You beat the hard? I just barely missed extreme. Barely. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. So that will give you more information. So, cool. upon initial inspection, you see that the animal's rib cage was wrenched open, oh. ripped apart in a bloody sort of mess. Ew. But the heart was cleanly scooped out. Oh. Wow. So I can extrapolate that something tore the chest open and then like with surgical precision took out the heart? Yes. And oh, with beating your heart difficulty, as uh, Richard kind of pokes at it with a stick, you see that when he brings the stick back away from the creature, maybe poking at the wound a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, you see that there is blood and viscera, but there's also this almost oil slick translucent uh goo g- goo essentially yeah. <laughs> oh, no. so and, and the blood is fresh or is this dried uh from the creature is fresh but this seems to be a old kill i would say mm. Okay. So okay. from whatever like surrounding local animals, but that that clean incision or clean scooping of the heart and whatever this goo is mm-hmm. yeah. leads you to believe believe 
something else. And as your brain sort of follows that line of logic, you still feel that draw Mm. to the house, that sort of sense of dread of both you are called to it and horrified by it. It's like, it's like watching a car crash. You can't look away. Yeah. So uh, while he's there kind of like leaning down, looking at it, I I think he'll probably turn his head towards the house and uh, continue talking to Maxwell. Mm. Uh, it, It looks like, um, something ripped the chest open and uh later on some the the heart was cut out now what do you make of like and and as he's poking the the carcass like he pulls the stick away and like that black residue is left the strand of yeah yeah yeah, exactly it's Uh, like yeah he's like like in the blob yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) sure i didn't kill it but i'm gonna grill it (laughs) and he he, like kind of it, it, I imagine it's got some resistance to it as well, mm-hmm. and he's like, "What do you make of this?" As he pulls I, up the stick, I don't know what to think of that. Is oh, it like it's black not from the animal? Thing, I think you said it was translucent. It's right? Translucent. Well, like, slick. It's like a. It's looks like slobber. Translucent, like slobber, but there's this oil slick nature of like rainbow, like oil on oh, water. Okay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Ooh, so like like soap, kind of yeah. Sure. Kind of like a soap yeah. bubble. Um. No. Yeah. It. I. That. It's not part of the animal. Huh. This thing must have been here for a while then, yeah? Presumably, yeah. yeah. And, like, as he's talking, he's, like, kind of, like, slowly standing up and starting to move back towards the yeah. house. Cause it's do I do I see him anymore. inching towards the house? I mean, imagine you would. I'm talking okay, to you. Yeah. And, sure. like, me and Daniel are seeing this, too. Yeah. yeah. I think Daniel would around. probably be walking towards the front door already, like, with his notepad. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Wow. Okay. So he's Daniel's just headed towards the house. Amelia's he's going up to knock. Daniel has already started making his way to the front door, but what about the other three of you guys uh, still around the carcass? Amelia? Uh, she's she's trying to not throw up at the side of the raccoon. <laughs> she's very queasy Valid. around yeah. dead things. She would rather be at the bar right now, um, but she doesn't have a choice at this point, so yeah. she's just trying to stick as close to uh, Richard as she can. Hmm. Well, I'm, I'm by the raccoon. Well, I don't know yeah, if I'm a, there. I imagine and, you're okay, by, like, facing away. Yeah, yeah. she's she's still really green faced okay. um she's holding her stomach holding her mouth looking away uh, from everything I, I, t- I tell you what i do i take i grab another stick oh mm-hmm. no and i i'm i'm like picking up the raccoon oh. and, and, and get and like you know just getting it away from like the dead i was about to say if you got it near me i was gonna pull it at you no if you flung it at me i was gonna pull my gun on you yeah i'm gonna chase amelia around with a raccoon carcass no i like i like put it in like the the woods i I want you to make a sleight of hand roll for me, please. Oh, no. oh <laughs> don't do this. You, you trip and it goes flying on Emilia. Are you serious? You're done yes. fucked okay. up. Oh, sure. You're done you, fucked you up. You fuck this up. Okay, sure. Sleight of hand. Oh, see that? That's where you fucked up, Maxwell. That's where you fucked up. Should have just left a record alone. 84. <laughs> and what did you need to beat it? I needed to beat it. I needed a 25. Oh. <laughs> so here's what happens. I'm so sorry. You know that scene from Family Guy where he's trying to pick up this the is, frog? This is just what he was talking about. Yeah. Trying to pick up the frog? So. And he's like. There's like a dead frog. He's trying, trying to get, get it in a cardboard box. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So, he like gets it and he slides it up and it falls again. <laughs> Here's what happens as uh, Richard starts to pick it up. He he just pinches it with the sticks together, picks it up, and then it slips out. And then he picks it up again, slips it out. He then grabs both sticks and tries to scoop it up underneath. 
and it flops onto your forearms and blood and the goo oh, gunk mine? get yeah. on it. Oh, no! As, uh, oh. It slips out again. Then you just start kind of rolling the carcass with the sticks <laughs> uh, until you run into the well and you keep trying to pick it up by using the well as leverage until finally you get frustrated to go for one big lift and the raccoon flips over and falls into the well and you hear a... Can't do that normally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Does anything... I get this, like, gore and, like, goop on me. Does anything happen to me? Doesn't seem so. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, That's yeah. Tough. When when he get when, yeah, when he gets it on him initially, he's just. I imagine he's just like, oh, oh shit, 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 and he's just just like running to the well and just ah. Yeah, and he's like he's just like, trying to like wipe his forearms off, and he does like the thing where he's like shaking off his yeah. hands to ju- just get it off. As best um, he can, just ah. Oh, Amelia's watching the whole thing, and she's like, "I would offer my handkerchief, but I don't want that thing to get ruined." <laughs> while, while Richard and Amelia are doing that, Melvin's gonna be like unattended, walking to the house now after Daniel. Okay. Um, do you do you want to play that out or? No, he's walking. Oh, okay. Play out walking. <laughs> just left foot, right foot, <laughs> left foot. I, I meant like when you get Stupid. up there, but okay. Smart no, ass. She's approaching it. That's, That's funny. He's not Sorry. saying anything. He's like in a trance. Okay, sure. All right. Is there anything Stop else it. that you guys wish to do before we move on? Is there like um, uh, like a uh, a pump, like a, a water, water like a water pump or something? It is a around? it is an old fashioned well, like it's stone. Oh, it's a well. Oh, and the raccoons down there. Now. Yeah. Oh shit. You've done. <laughs> it's abandoned. It's not like the water source is used. It's got no, but it's it's like The Walking Dead. It's got like a dead thing in it now. Oh, yeah. It's contaminated I guess now. I'll, I'll try to like, is there like a creek or a pond or something? You're dirty, dude. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> Just wipe it off and get over I, it. Rich is not used to being dirty like this. <laughs> Make a natural world roll for water. me to determine the to nearest body water. of water. <laughs> track the water. What, what do I have to make again? Natural world. Natural world? Okay. Uh, Looking around like a, like a scout. Oh my gosh. What happens if I fail this like horribly? You die. Eighty. Get all the bad rolls out now. I know. <laughs> I mean, as you're at the well, you see, you look around. There's the house that might have some wa- water stored or things like mm-hmm. that. There's. Oh, that's true. There's the neighbors. They probably have a water source. And then you turn. <laughs> hey, neighbor, see... can I borrow a cup of sugar and also rinse all this gore off of me? <laughs> gore? And you turn and see, and there's a, uh, a old, older looking, it seems, abandoned, decrepit, more abandoned and decrepit looking. It has f- completely fallen to crap barn on the other side of the house. And mm-hmm. you're like. That's probably got some good water in there. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Amelia, go with go with these guys. I'm gonna rinse all this this sh- uh, shit off of me. I'll be I'll be right back. All right. And I, I start walking. <laughs> she starts following you because she doesn't like she doesn't want to be around. No, people. she uh, doesn't uh, know. Amelia, you you no. I got this. I'll just gonna be gone for a second. I got it. Okay. Just I'll... stay just stay with them. They they they'll be fine. That they're, they're not gonna let anything happen to you. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> the zealous investigator and the hypnotized child. <laughs> You'll be the fire fire a child. And, and, no, and the, no she, she's still going to be following you. And the trigger-happy firefighter. No, I'm not over there. 
All right. Oh, <laughs> yes. not even Melvin white knuckling yeah. a dagger in <laughs> his bag. Yeah, just, just just sit tight. I'll be right back. Uh, yeah, I start going She's over. She's still to gonna the, follow the, you. The, oh my god! All right, fine. <laughs> All right, you two go off to the barn while two of you guys go up to the house. We now pick up with Gail, who is chock full. <laughs> Of supplies. He's loaded up. Uh, he is loaded up. He even up like the pulls a bit off of his shirt, like ties it around his forehead, like Rambo style. <laughs> Full That's Rambo. Even, totally. even though Rambo hasn't come out yet, he's totally invented the Rambo style. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Gail, you've fallen behind the group because you decided to go back yep. uh, to the car, but you're taking a bit longer than it typically would because you feel your uh, foot kind of catch and uh, you spill some of the stuff that you were holding on. Well, shit. All right. Um, As you uh, start to pick it up, you see what you tripped on, and you see a foot. Okay. And that leads to a leg, which leads to a dress, and which leads to a face-down woman in the dirt. (laughs) I knew I'd find you at some point. Did he say that? (laughs) What a psycho. He has seen a lot of death, bro. And uh, well, hey this, there, this just lady. adds to the tally. I think it is. It is uh, the one for the he, books. He would say that because the camera's on him. You know what I mean? <laughs> the like, camera. That's the, 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 the scene in no, the movie. Yeah, yeah, and then he'd, he'd he get do, down on his he knees. He does and, like do a little bit of investigating. Yeah. All right, you do see that she is face down in the dirt. Okay, I, I will turn her over. Okay, roll a sanity check for me. I will. Oh, Ew. shit. That is a 68, which is a success. There we go. So, not too bad. You only lose one sanity. Okay. As you see the lifeless form of Maggie McFurter flop over into the ground uh, with a heaviness that only comes with a, a body without a soul. Right. As you see that uh, her entire chest is ripped open like uh this is not invented yet for this time but the equivalent of taking a firefighter's jaws of life yeah uh, to a car door totally oh my gosh and you see blood and viscera just all over the front of her well glad i found her instead of her family Mm. um is there anything else i notice uh make a a first aid or medicine roll for me. I think I have... Uh, I have great first aid. I'll do first aid for you. Because this is a person, not an animal. Yeah, that's great. Uh, I even beat my uh, fifth Oh my gosh. Check. You got a five? So I got a five. My, oh my god. Wow. My, my fifth is an eight. There so. we go. All right. So you get all of the information, baby. Let's get it, baby. Uh, so you see as um, you kind of are down this slope a little bit first you're inspecting the body and you see that while the chest cavity has been completely ripped open the heart is the only uh organ missing and it is cleanly scooped out almost surgically you find the same uh oily translucent goo all throughout her internal organs mainly around where this heart has been taken as you uh i'll just treat this success as just giving you a bit more information uh as you kind of look just up and about and you start going through what could this uh be you look up at the farmhouse uh you see that melvin and daniel are both have approached the front of the door you see uh for some reason uh richard and amelia going towards the uh broken down barn uh and at the top of the roof while you couldn't see it coming up from one side you see that in the roof there is an uh opening in the shingles like almost like you can't quite tell if something broke in or if something broke out 
but it a there is a hole there essentially up in the roof excellent so um i'm going to dip my hands in blood viscera and goo and i'd just like to lather my shirt and my pants with a decent amount of it. Spectacular. You're so okay. What in the Walking Dead am I'm I listening myself. to right What? Now? Okay. You Why? do Because he hunts in his spare time. Did Gale serve in the military? I can't remember if he He did. Okay. Well, oh, Gale's, de- okay. Gale's definitely in the first In the First World yeah. War, he served. In, in the Great War. Yeah, okay. the, the Great War. The second one hasn't happened. Yeah, exactly. There's not going to be a second one. Where are you talking yeah, about? The, it was the, the war se- to end all the wars. Sequel hasn't, the sequel hasn't come out yet. All right. All right. Anything else? I mean, what else do you do? You spray, uh, cover yourself yeah, in blood and viscera. I cover myself. Um, he'd do the thing where he covers the eyes, but also, like, close her chest. <laughs> so, like, fold the pieces what? of skin over. Then <laughs> crack the ribs back into place? I wouldn't do that. I'd just fold the skin so it's a little less. And then probably throw some leaves on top of it. Because I, I, I wouldn't want to find, you know, my wife or my mother in that state. So, throw some leaves on top of it okay. and then walk away. I'll walk towards the... Actually... I want to walk towards those two kids. Which two uh, kids? Richard and Amelia. Oh. You're going to go towards the bottom? Jesus. All right. This is going to be a sight. So you are going to be catching up to them as they uh, are at the entrance of the barn. Richard, are you going in alone, or is Amelia going in with you? I mean, I, I wanted to go in I don't alone, but catch... I guess I don't have a choice here. <laughs> I don't want to catch all the way up to them. Mm-hmm. I just want to, like, get a couple of bases behind them, like, hey, what are you... Where are you guys headed? What are you What are you doing? You turn around as you're trying to figure out how to get all this blood and gore and yeah, viscera yeah, yeah. off your arms and see Gail Masterson covered oh in the same looking blood, gore, yeah. and viscera. I'll, I'll, I'll look at you and be so like, yeah, I, great idea. <laughs> you are genius. It, you thought of it too? No, the, Gail, this was an accident. What is... Oh, what was, happened to you? I'm like masking my scent. Matt, you're... So, the hell are you talking about? It's literally logic. <laughs> what the fuck? Excuse me, Gail. Where, where did you, where did you find what the? If hell? I tell you, you're gonna freak out even more than. I'm you already are. freaking I, out. That's what I was about to say. So, t- th- spit it out now. Just to put it in here, Amelia's currently vomiting her guts out. What <laughs> <laughs> you, Amelia? It's just. Stay calm, all right? Just breathe. Just, How am I supposed to be calm just, in Amelia, this situation? Look at, me. look at me, just breathe. He's literally covered in blood. I, hey, guys, listen. It's a bad idea to split up right now. So I'm just coming over here to say that I'm going to go over there. Gail. Hey. It's quite the sight to see you like that. Gail, tell <laughs> me what happened to you. Up. That's Why a, are you covered? No, I did this on purpose. I, I found a body. A, I'm sorry. <laughs> you, you found, found what? Excuse. You found a body? Oh. If you do, hey, come here, real quick. Book no, 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 I'm not getting anywhere near you. Oh, you found a body, and you. I just walk away. Forget <laughs> this. No, no, no. Uh-uh. Jamie, you have to understand how batshit insane that sounds. Yes. I found a body, so I decided to cover myself in gore and viscera. I mean, I have to walk away. He doesn't want to listen right now. Richard so pulls his gun on. He doesn't want to listen. <laughs> Richard's pulling his gun on Gail right now. <gasps> what do you say? I said, I'm pulling my gun on you. <laughs> yeah. No, as you walk away, the gun comes out. You hear you're the not, click. You're not going anywhere. Yeah, you hear the, you hear the cop. You're not going anywhere, Gail. You stay right there. Don't. He, he stops his tracks. Do not move a muscle. He Amelia's freezes. got her hand over hers, but she doesn't pull it out. 
turn around nice and slow. But Simon didn't say, and then he, he turns. It's all jokes with you, Gail. It, I was literally about <laughs> really? no, yeah. Do you, do you think this is funny? No, but I use humor to cope with things that are really depressing. And I think I'm about to come face to face with the closest thing uh, as to what killed my wife, and I'm just trying to prepare myself mentally. Gail, listen to me. Yeah. I need you to tell me. And please don't lie to me. I, I've never once lied to you, I'll be completely honest. The body that you've found... Is Mrs. McFurter. Right. Did you find her that way, or did... I found her chest opened up and her heart scooped out cleanly, almost like a surgeon had done it. There was goo and weird colored... like almost looked like some boogers, to be honest with you, all up on the inside. Why? No, 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 no reason. Are we lying out of omission now? I'm gonna... You're not no, no, going no. to tell him what we found? No, no, no. There's nothing wrong with that. Amelia, Did I Did you need, guys find Am- Mr. Amelia, McFurter? Amelia, 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 I need you to um, go uh, to a phone and call the police right now. The police is not going the to help us. The nearest phone is pretty far, and I'm a public serviceman. I'm about as good as you're going to get. Richard is standing there stunned that Amelia is not helping him right now. How am I supposed hey, to be hey, helping? Miss Grace, will you go get the little smart one? Can I see the house from here? Can I, can I see? Yes, you can. You see as uh, both Melvin and Daniel are about to knock on the front door, uh, and you also see that now you're on the other side of the house, there's actually two doors to this house. There's a front door and then a back door that actually does look open, but... We will cut from that scene. Melvin and Daniel, to, to go back in time a little bit, you see the remains of a porch swing that rest on the edge of the trees where that once supported it. So the chains have long since broken and they swing lightly in the breeze, leaving a slight creak and rustle in the air. The swing itself is on the ground with weeds grown through its pieces and the wood is rotting back into the earth. On all the lintels over all the doors and windows are carved symbols of a strange nature in a sort of red substance. Mm. There is a single door that you can see up to the front with a small oil lamp hanging to the side of it. Is the oil lamp lit? Yeah, I was going to ask. Yeah. No. No? Uh, huh. He's just confident. He's just going to walk up, pad and pencil in his hand. He's going to knock on the door. While he's knocking, can I uh, grab the oil lamp and attempt to light it so I can look at the markings? It appears to be half oil, and you light it successfully. You knock on the door. There is no response. So you wish to make uh, make an occult roll for me. Occult. Dece at occult. But not dece enough. That is a 66, and I need it to be to 55. All right. Uh, you know that there are all sorts of symbols that can mean all sorts of different things. Uh, your main concern is, uh, is this blood, because you know a lot about blood rituals. This doesn't seem to be blood. There's a slight shimmer in the red. Okay, uh, so it looks more like paint or something of that variety. Something of that variety. You so can't like pinpoint what the, what the symbols mean. You can't pinpoint 
what it could potentially be used for, but they're over all of the windows and doors on the first floor. And this is a one story built. So basically all of the entrances you can see, uh, they are over all of those. Gotcha. I'll like lower the oil lamp away from them then. Dana's probably like peering inside windows, knocking on them like, hello. That's not what he sounds like. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hello, excuse me. <laughs> hello. He's like, Excuse me. Um, do, do, you, do you really think that knocking is best right now? At this point, no. And he like opens the door. <laughs> uh, the door is uh, locked. Uh, locked? Yes. Daniel, give me a listen roll. It's a really oh, anti At this point, no. Listen. Hey, Jimmy, so the, <laughs> the door knock. <laughs> no. You said listen? Mm-hmm. Oh, this sucks. Yeah, it's a 46. I needed a 20 or lower. Okay. Nobody seems to be home. I'll look around and see. I'm going to glance my area and just see if I notice anything or anybody. On the porch? That may help. No, the porch. He's looking for whoever has the key. I'm wow. looking for... Gail. Well, they're around back. We don't know. Uh, I mean, from the side the door, side. Uh, can you can you look uh, around and you do see that over on the way to the barn is oh, Gail, uh, Richard, and Amelia. And this is where we pick back up. Amelia, you see the back door that's open and you see Daniel uh, looking at you guys and you see Melvin kind of looking at the door. So, so what, what's going on here? So what are we doing? What's going on here? Is, Do you want to see the body? Do you I, want to prove it? No, I want you to stay right where you are. Amelia, please, please listen to me. What, do you think to, I killed one of my listen neighbors? Listen to reason. That's what it's looking like, Gail. One of my closest friends? That's what it's looking like. A kid like. I practically raised? What the fuck is wrong with you? What is wrong? What's wrong with it? You're covered in blood and guts. Amelia, go to Ma's store. Run over there right now. I and bet you tried get, to hide get, from get, the draft, Get on the phone. Excuse me. Oh, my God. At this point, I am at this Richard. point, at at this point, Daniel's probably gonna look over and yell Gail's name. <laughs> Gail, <laughs> I look and be like, I'm in the middle of something. Mirror, I can't. No. I pointed the gun, being pointed. At me. <laughs> you pointed at me. No, you're pointing at me. Crawl, crawl. Look, just take a look. I'm at, I'm on the porch, so you have to yell. Oh, crawl. I am a sharpshooter, though. Uh, okay, okay. Crawl, crawl, put the, easy, put the gun down. Just take a look at Gail right now. I don't care. I need to get in the house. Let him come over here. (laughs) (laughs) So Amelia, uh, she notices the back door and she is just like, these men are a waste of my time. I'm just going to go to, I'm just going to, I'm just going to go investigate the the house. Can I just say, Richard is so mad at you right now. <laughs> Richard can suck can I, my dick, can okay? I say, it's so crazy that literally every Call of Cthulhu session, you two have the compulsion to fight each other. <laughs> I think at this point, Daniel, Daniel probably... Gail is just vibing, bro. <laughs> Look, he's straight up... All right. I think Daniel's yeah. probably going to like let yeah. out like a... And then just put his gun away and just stomp off the porch over but where they're at. Yeah, mm. so I'm just going to just kind of gives them both a look like... You two can both be, both be men and do your own shitty thing. I'm going over there, pointing towards the house, and you can, you two can just resolve it your own way. No, and then you walk can't. I, 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 shut up, can't Richard. Shut up. I don't want to hear another word come from you. Not another one. I can't, no, I can't believe no. this. Shut up. 
from what we saw from the raccoon, it's very similar to the description that he told us. You from saw the woman, a raccoon? Yes, we saw. We had seen a raccoon. Yeah. Very similar to what happened to what you just described. All right. So. So you think in the one and a half minutes we were separated, I killed a raccoon and a woman? I don't know. I just, I don't know right now. Richard, but if I, you could please just listen to reason, there's no way he could have killed her and the raccoon. It was old. It could have in the woman had gone missing prior to this, so it could not have been Gale. So stop pointing fingers, put your head in a good place, and look at the evidence that we have in front of us. Miss Grace? Put the gun down. My compliments. Listen to reason, and let's figure this shit out. Fine. And with that, um, Richard, very visibly angry, puts the gun away and ju- and turns to you, Amelia, and just says, fine, we'll keep an eye on him, will you? And I'm walking away to um, Ma's store. You're leaving. I'm leaving. Do I do I show up? So you're you're actually yes. So you're leaving me behind then is what you're doing. Yeah, I am. And I turn and walk right before he right before he walks away. I want to pull my gun out. Oh my god. podcast out let me just take a big old sip of water while i look and see when the last time we recorded was what i um uh hello world hello world i'm just getting everything together how you been it's been a hot minute apologies for the extended break but i promise you that while we have been gone, we have not just been sitting on our thumbs. We've been recording up a storm. In fact, so much that for the next month, we are not going to be doing our every other bi-weekly schedule like normal. But we're going to be releasing our next episode next Friday. Specifically, April 21st. That is going to be on National Clean Out Your Medicine Cabinet Day. And also National Chocolate Covered Cashews Day. So, you know, just make sure to cake keep looking as you listen to that episode that day make sure you're not eating accidentally any medicine or chocolate covered cashews if you're allergic out there in radio land but again our next episode is going to be on april 21st next friday if you would like to give a listen and spread the word make sure to follow us on our twitter at systems wild or on our tiktok also at systems wild 
I just want to say thank you so much from the entire Systems Wild crew. Uh, you guys are the reason that we do this. We have fun on our own, but we'd love more to share it with you guys. So thank you for listening, truly, from the bottom of our hearts. And please share the podcast with one of your friends. Share it with someone who may or may not know the systems that we're doing. Someone who might be interested in RPGs. That's the best thing that you can do to help us spread the word. Thank you so much for listening, and let's continue on. Can't wait to find out what happens next. So, you all see in this fast setting of afternoon, Richard Maxwell walk down the driveway, walking down the road towards Ross's corners. Yep. Richard Maxwell was not the imposter. (laughs) (laughs) Don't ever do that again. Now, table talk. Hmm. Are you wanting to not play Richard uh, anymore? Or are you wanting to bring him back later? My narrative right now is he's going to call the police about the body that was found and who he thinks the killer is. The character thinks that Gail fucking murdered this lady. In the thing. Roll a persuade roll for me. Okay. And don't look at it, right? All right. I'm going to be grabbing it. And this will be like epilogue Uh, stuff. Should I tell you what my persuade is? Okay. Yes, I do need your persuade. I need all three values. Okay. The regular value is a uh, 50. The half value is 25. And the fifth is 10. Okay. Yeah. Maxwell, we will be joining Call of Cthulhu later in this episode. Leave the R- table. Richard. <laughs> <laughs> no, Richard, come on. Go Richard, hang out of your car. Richard Maxwell will return in Avengers Infinity War. <laughs> I, it will take you some amount of time, That's though, okay. to get walk to Ross's Corners That's, where you guys drove here in a car. That's yeah. fine. It's going to take you some I amount think, of time. Why don't you just go steal the car? Look, I mean, gameplay aside, I think that my character would have done that. Okay. No, yeah. no, I'm not That's arguing with just you. No. I 100% think Absolutely. Richard would have done Just know. thought that Gail murdered him, but I wouldn't blame him for calling the police. We, we can talk about thoughts afterwards. We've yeah. got to yeah. get down to brass yeah. tags. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. All right, brass for the people tags. who have remained, uh, Melvin is still at the front door, which is still locked, yeah. but making no attempts Looking in to the window, enter. Man. I can keep an eye on him. Uh, but everyone else, uh, Daniel, you uh, have approached this situation, and now... Richard Maxwell has gone off. What do you guys do? Uh, I'm going towards the back door because I'm holding back tears from the whole situation and she's just... Okay, I'm just... I feel like Amelia is the most like, doesn't deserve to be here. Yeah. (laughs) Like in a good way. I asked Gail for the key to what I assume is going to be the front door so he handed it to me. All right. Hey, we get inside. I want that back. Deal. Great. Uh, I'm going to follow Miss Grace... See you two inside. Make sure she's okay. And I'm going to go to the front door with... It's my fault this thing happened anyways. Mail. All right, all right. So, we'll say narratively, you both enter simultaneously. Wait, right. it, this was the key to the front door? Yes, that was the key. Oh, okay. You click. Open. Uh, so. It's the Resident Evil animation where it has, like, the black like, door and it opens up and you move inside. Oh, my God. Stepping through the front door of the farmhouse, front room is dirty and long untouched. Foul odor greets your nose as you see dust lies thickly on all the furniture and empty shelves. While dead leaves and detritus cover the floor, an iron stove rests against the wall, the ventilation pipe still connected to the outside. There's a round table with chairs near the stove. 
wooden floor is warped and stained as the result of water or something leaking through the roof and ceiling. Rot has eaten away at the table, an old couch and a matching wing chair. Perhaps these moldering pieces of furniture are the source of the foul odor in the room. At the archway to the second room, this is a two-room house, uh, near the entrance is a narrow opening or down into the floor that where you assume is some sort of cellar. Oh, uh, hey. Um, I know that didn't go down probably the way you want it to. Um, three things. One, um, I'm going to need you to just be really focused in here. I'm going to need you to um, do the best you can to push what just happened out of your mind, all right? Because all it's going to do is mess you up. Two, I know like 12 bars way better than that piece of shit. And you're going to be fine. You're going to have so much work, you have nothing to worry about. All right? Three, keep your gun drawn. That's all I'm going to say. You're going to be all right. And uh, I'm sorry I went down the way he did. I wish he would have come around. I kind of was starting to get respect for him before he accused me of murder. So, yeah. He's so, always been... A bit stubborn, I'm not going to lie. It was, on, it was honestly hard to get him to pay me the way he's paying me now. Yeah, well... Um, so, but to accuse you of murder when, honestly, the evidence was... Now, I will say, covering yourself in blood and gore was I, a, I bit, a bit much. I get it. I feel like you should have consulted with us first yeah. before doing that. But That's fair. I think it was a great idea. I don't, think, I don't think you're, he's in the same room as us. <laughs> Probably not. He just says that. <laughs> I just say it. I was like, what? <laughs> uh, but uh, again, I'm sorry. I know you're probably hurting a little, but uh, we're going to get this all sorted out. I promise you. I'm, I'm honestly very confused as to why I'm here. Don't worry. We're going to get this all, it's all sorted out. Um, and uh, are there more, any of those markings inside the house? Uh, you guys have not entered the house oh, yet. Oh, we haven't entered the house. Uh, oh, I would say yet. that this is probably as you guys are walking up to the house, and now you see all of the markings on the outside uh, of all the windowsills and on the outside and this door top is of the open, back door. Correct? This door is open, yes. So can we like look through the door and see those two guys in there? Uh, no, you would be seeing the wall of the house. It's uh, perpendicular. The two rooms are perpendicular? Yes. Okay, instead of, it, it's not mm-hmm. one long line? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, then as we're walking up, I'll reach back in my bag, pull out the sarcophagus, and pop that girl open and see if I can match any of the markings. And Amelia's gonna draw her gun and, like, keep mm-hmm. at her side. Make an occult roll for me. Yes, I can. Not super great at that. Actually, I'm terrible. I'm horrible nice. at it, one could say. You could say I was destined to fail from the start. I was at 82. Can I try to... You can offer him a bonus die. Okay. That could help. So roll the tens again. Nope. Oh. Both of you guys try checking out the sarcophagus, checking out the symbols, and you can't really make seem to make any connections. Well, shit. That's all I, that, that was all I had. I was going to play a little matching game, hoping it would all be all right. Well, let's go inside. I'll put it back in my bag. Okay. Daniel and Melvin, what do you guys do as you initially enter this front room? I was going to say, uh, you said there's a cellar on the floor, like a door to it? Yes. Can I uh, kind of hover the lantern over it and see if it's like covered in dust or if it's been opened recently? Uh, you do see that it is open. Make a listen roll for me. Listen, okay. 
Dan's probably going to be finishing up loading his gun. Right. Not too good. You're chilling by the entrance. Ch where are you posting up? Uh, he's probably nope. just sauntering around. Okay. And then 89 for a uh, uh, required 20, so no. You see that it's open, and you try to... Oh, it is open? It is open, but uh, you can't make any signs of if this was... You look around the place, and you see that this place is thoroughly abandoned Yeah. Uh, in this front room, but... Uh, you can't see any signs telling whether this was opened recently or long ago. Uh, do you find anything, Mr. Crow? Huh? No. I'm just, I was loading my gun. I didn't do much. Aren't you an investigator? Yet. Yeah. What's it to you? I want to draw on the coffee table mm -hmm. in the dust. Uh, wash me. And then walk <laughs> over to the cellar. <laughs> he just points to the cellar. He's like, Shall we? Probably not without the others, no. Suit yourself. You going? I'm kidding, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, damn, okay. <laughs> just, um, yeah, at, at that point, I think Melvin will probably just stand there and look back and wait for uh, Gail and All Amelia. Right. <laughs> so you see the through the open doorway uh, as Amelia and Gail both enter, you see the back room uh, has a comfortable armchair in the corner. Uh, which, while a table stands against a wall beneath the rear window, you see an old walking stick with a cloth and some other materials on top of it. Uh, the fireplace is large and made of gray stone, and uh, you see that in this other sort of living area, uh, in the roof, there is a trap door in the ceiling with similar red markings all around the top of this trapdoor. So like an attic pull down pretty much? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Okay. Um, I'll go straight over to the walking stick. Okay. That pile of stuff. I'd like to look through that. Absolutely. So apart from the walking stick on the table, you see that there's a large worn uh, piece of wrinkled fabric uh, which has a half pool full penny box, wooden matches, as well as a small piece of soap, a tin cup, a screwdriver, a can opener, a jackknife, and the stub of a burnt candle. You see that while all of the stuff in this place has a thick layer of dust, thick layer of undisturbance, this is all relatively new stuff, actually. In fact, there are a lot of these supplies that are made that you know are were probably not, or definitely not, like cans of stuff and a can opener and a very fresh-looking candle and... Um, you know, mm -hmm. around at the time that mm -hmm. they were here. I would say you're probably well-traveled enough. You would recognize a hobo sack when you see one. And make a listen roll for me. Got some squatters in Am there. I able to... Is there a string coming down from that trap door? And am I able to reach it? Uh, you see that there's kind of a uh, ring, essentially. Not a string, but a ring. Oh, kind of like an Can attic. I, yes. Could I reach that from where I'm standing? What's your size? Uh, 45. Oh, no. No. So could I, while he's doing that, could I <laughs> grab the walking stick and try and... I mean, yeah. Try and hit, like, see if I can open it with the walking stick? I mean, I don't see why not. Uh, I, you kind of knock it and uh, catch your walking stick, or this walking stick in the loop, and you uh, manage to pull down with enough leverage that it poof, swings open. Uh, and you... You see this thick layer of dust flume out from it, and this very pungent, rotten smell come from the attic. Nice. 
What was your listen roll? 31. I needed a 20. It's close, but... Uh, any sort of potential success has been of, of listening and seeing what's going on in this house has been masked by a... <laughs> of the I'm attic sorry. door opening. Miss Grace. Of the trap door opening. But uh, you are not tall enough to even jump to reach this there's no ladder or anything it's not like a modern day attic trap door where the ladder is built into it it's it's just there so you need like a separate ladder for it i just look over at gail and i'm like um could i get a lift and look up here you will not be the first one going up there i you're right i shouldn't you should we should get the other two and we should send the really cool shady guy up first who's probably killed somebody and it's this the moment is that melvin when you turn to see that the other two are in the room this is a very small house uh you guys can very much see each other through the doors you see both daniel and melvin are waiting by this <laughs> everyone's pointing at each other uh you see you guys see uh daniel and melvin in the front room waiting by this uh kind of just wandering around uh daniel and melvin you see both uh gail and amelia in the back room i'm gonna um, look up and be like i'll i'll gail. wave you guys into this room real quick i'll take and the, I, I point to the cellar and i'm like i see it we also got an attic i'll take the lantern and follow in there all right um hey kid you ever shot one of these no no way would you feel comfortable trying looking at my sheet for firearms real quick <laughs> No. <laughs> All right, well, you better keep hold of that fire and then knife. Not tuck the gun back into my pants. I'll, 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 at this point, I'll, they all know, but I'm just going to hold the knife out of my my bag and then the lantern <laughs> mm-hmm. in the other. Mm-hmm. All right, great. Uh, axe comes untucked. Yeah, baby. Gun comes out, it's fully <laughs> Yeah, baby! Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. I'm loving that bad boy. Um, I'll expect everything into being able to fight with an axe, and I haven't gotten to fight with an axe. Um, so, gonna, uh, you guys want to try and get up there? I'm going to go over to the, the opening and just stand there, like, get on one knee and put my other hand out like this. Yep. Yeah. I'll take it. Get up there. All right. <gasps> oh, so fucking heavy. As Daniel begins to heave and ho, Gale, as you grow closer and start to approach this entrance, you hear a slight creak. And you turn over towards the open front door and see a raggedy older gentleman with this long, long beard uh, wearing a red and black flannel flannel shirt, but is kind of torn up a little bit. Uh, Blue jeans, boots, uh, messy, scraggly, stringy stringy hair. As he looks to you, you guys both make eye eye contact and he bolts out the front door. That can't be good. I like, but also, could be worse. I drop you, pick up my gun, and bolt after him. All <laughs> right, deuces. Um, uh, you two, uh, we're gonna go to the front door and watch this happen. But stay with me. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> he like he's got his knife out. And, uh, he's, like, and before out. we walk away, I'm gonna take the panel and close the attic back up. Okay. And then as we walk in the front room, I'm gonna take my axe and then also close the cellar. And then walk towards the front door. Okay, so Daniel, you are bolting after this guy, yeah, right? He's like a pretty old man, so I think I can catch up with him. All right. <laughs> uh, I need you. This old and frail. I think I can. I can a pretty old guy. dude. To make an opposed dexterity roll. 
I'm just gonna like as you try to catch up with him. I'm just gonna tackle the fuck out of this old oh, man, this geezer. Geezer. <laughs> you said oppose dexterity. All right, what do you make? I made a thirty-eight. So you beat your you beat your hole. Yeah, my hole is seventy. My half is thirty-five. You begin to catch up to him. You are huffing it as he busts out the front door, but then makes a quick right. You're able to kind of start to try to cut him off. I need to make one more opposed uh, dexterity competition. Even better. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Nice, Gavin. Right. Nice. Uh, you bad. see, as you start to try to catch up to him, you slip in the grass uh, as he turns another hard right and starts bolting. He has now made it past the barn and he is now running. He, he may look old, uh, but he is very fit and very athletic as he is bolting. He rolled a 26. I have got my cleats on for this. I'm going to shoot him. He's going to violence every time. I'm going to shoot him in the leg. Or no. Yeah, I'm going to shoot him in like the lower back. Hopefully I'll hit him in like the Charles Xavier spot. So now nice. we're rolling into combat territory yeah, instead I'm of just a chase. I'm, no. I'm going to shoot him in the lower back. He definitely knows that you're behind him. So what he's going to do... I, I, I need you to roll... Well, he'll probably try and take the dodge action, I would assume. Yes, he will. Well, I, I need you to roll a uh, firearms handgun for me. Okay. What'd you roll? 45. He rolled a two. Um, I only needed 55. <laughs> so I shot you, him. <laughs> you pull out your pistol and take aim as he is still bolting, but he now makes his way around to the other side of the barn. As he sees you pull out your piece, he uh, recognizes immediately that you're about to try to shoot him, either shoot him up, up in the air or shoot at him. And regardless, he cuts a hard left to put you uh, and the barn behind him and you don't see him come out the other side. He just seemingly books it into the woods and you lose him. He's just gonna like, I'm gonna turn around and look at Gail because I'm assuming he's still standing in the doorway. Yeah, we're all, all three of us are in the doorway. I'm just gonna like, like I'm probably a distance away. I'm just gonna look at you guys and just go and just start walking back. I shrug back. Make sure you load up again. So the basement or the attic first? Um, I mean, since we've already opened the attic, we might as well finish what we started. We well, the, the basement was... I closed both of them on our way out, and uh, you were there. My thoughts are, there's a hole in the roof that makes it kind of sound like whatever we're dealing with might be up there, and the basement was already opened. And we know from the book that they did all the work in the attic. Yeah. Um, I think the basement's worth a look around. Maybe um, we can find something that'll at least help. Yeah, I say give the basement a look first. We do everything together, and then we'll uh, then we'll do the attic. At the at the very least, it's probably where that guy was squatting. Yeah, very least. Good call. All right, down maybe, to the basement, maybe, folks. Maybe we find a ladder so that we yeah. don't have to climb each other. Yeah, maybe we will. All right, let's go, guys. As you go, you go down this narrow set of steps. Uh, as you do, uh, the cellar itself you see is very small and has a very low ceiling, making the room feel tight and claustrophobic. The floor is this hard packed uh, earth and it's cooler than the house of above and the foul rotting smell fades away to the smell of just dirt and dust and old. 
There's a pair of chairs against the wall that have been kind of stacked up at the base of the steps. Uh, you see a table with a missing leg rest on its side, as well as the leg next to it seemingly torn off, but then left uh, next to it. Uh, mm. Shelves all line the wall full of cans and boxes, each holding the long-spoiled remains of foodstuffs. You see several tins of tea leaves lurk among the cans, complete with silver tea set, now long, now long tarnished. There are a few cast iron pots and pans for cooking and sets of tableware for eating. Additionally, on the lowest shelf is now what appears to be bottles of liquor. You think for a moment back to Richard. Aww. As you turn around, because again, it's a small room, and you're able to get this all at kind of a first glance. By the steps, uh, you see uh, an eight, about an eight-foot ladder. Uh, and behind that ladder, but underneath the steps, is a pile of old lumber uh, with some old tools. Uh, and in the corner over by the shelves, you see that there appears to be a bundle of something under an old tarp. Um, I'm going to take two of the bottles of liquor, and I'm going to go over to that tarp and try and tear some off, make myself some Molotovs. Ooh. Okay. Oh, okay. Smart that's that's kind of what I also grabbed the <laughs> oh, yeah. for. Yeah. As you place is going down. <laughs> as you rip at this uh tarp, you do see that underneath it there appears to be a trunk that uh like an old, old sort of big, hefty like traveling trunk essentially. Oh, totally. Uh with I can picture it. Uh the initials M A. That's what I thought. Note taker supreme. That's what they call me. <laughs> With the initials of M.A., but you do successfully make, I'll say, two Molotovs. But at, at that point, the cloth of the thing itself is literally just disintegrating in your hands with how old this stuff is. Yeah. Uh, hey, guys, this is the trunk of Mary and Alan, and I'd very much like to open it. And I reach in my bag, I pull out the key and give it a the shot The key that here. opened the house? Yeah, I give it a shot here, too. Okay. Take the key, go to the front of the trunk, and you put it where a keyhole would be if there was one. But it's not locked. But so it's... I just li I open the trunk. I like the idea. Gail was like, I gotta use this key. <laughs> Crap. There's no place for Melvin, there's no keyhole here. How do I open this? <laughs> yeah, I'll throw, I'll throw it open. Just... Sorry, guys. Should have asked about that, probably. You throw it open. You see within that there are six black folded robes along with a smaller uh, apple box sort of storage crate with all sorts of symbols uh, not marked in with red but burned into the wood itself hold on while I grab the box <gasps> that's oh a God. box bigger box holy crap it's even a farmer's uh, market box. Where did you get this? I pulled it up. Did you make all this? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm really glad we, we went in the basement. Yeah. All I would right. feel bad if you put all the work in and we didn't get to see it. I opened it up. Oh, that's cow. really interesting. I. Oh my gosh. Pull this out. It's a I jar. And it immediately bands. to Melvin. Okay. For the, this is a jar of what looks like looks some like kind of dust, and it has a wax seal on top of it. Gun What's powder? the wax seal on that one? Is uh, it gunpowder? The seal is like olive laurels, it looks like. 
I have and one with a rose. I don't know if I could identify uh, what this is. It's a gray dust. I found is a cork bottle with, gun with like some red like leaves that could be... I think it's gunpowder. <laughs> gun I had that one to Miss Grace. <laughs> gun um, I, I said... Uh, folks, there's a whole bunch of letters here. I say, I say, I say. I say, I say, boy, is that gunpowder? <laughs> <laughs> so once again, for our listeners at home, while our people at the table here do have physical props, I will be adding pictures of everything described to the website. Hmm. So if you go to our website, there's a page at the top that says Lore for Nerds. That's where our Patreon link is. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day. Who knows? <laughs> but... Maybe someday. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. But uh, at that page, anytime that there is anything that you want to look up for lore for any of our campaigns, for any of our systems, that is going to be your one-stop shop. Of There's going to be basic histories for the campaign with the system that shall not be named. Uh, there's uh, all of these pictures under the Call of Cthulhu one. When we eventually do masks, uh, we'll do that. Maybe, if, uh, depending on how our players feel about it, uh, when we finish with a system... Uh, we could post our character sheets up there or stuff like that. So that way you guys can feel a part of the table here at home. So once again, uh, if uh, we could go and describe what physical objects uh, we found in there, just, just to double check. Sure. Just so the, to double up. The, the first one that we got is a mason jar of some kind of gray powder, uh, presumably gunpowder, like Daniel pointed out. Gunpowder. Sealed with rope and a wax gray seal on the top of it. And Melvin can roll Cthulhu Mythos for me to see if he can Cthulhu figure that out. Cthulhu Mythos, okay. And by the way, do we still have this journal with yes. us? Okay. Yeah, no, that's a... Uh, it's an 18, though. It's pretty oh, low. Nice. So, uh, yeah. Uh, this is some silvery gray powder that you got no idea okay. what it means. Uh, Amelia... So she's just kind of reading it out loud to herself. I'm not sure if anyone else is nearby to hear it, but she's finds this paragraph that goes, Marion throws a handful of powder in the fire, producing a horrid-smelling smoke and dampening the flames. Which, no, what if that's the powder? Probably. I, it might be the powder that they throw in the flames. Uh, and yeah, also, Gail... Is, Jamie is, is, is looking over documents that there, are also there, in this chest. There are several. Mm -hmm. um, Melvin question. When she mentions the reaction that the powder had to fire, is a long shot. Could I extrapolate what type of, uh, of element that is that she's throwing in that makes it change that color? I believe it's like copper powder makes it burn green. I can't remember. This is, I haven't yeah, done. there's like specific metals that you throw into a fire. I know, there's that probably more chemistry, color. but make a chemistry roll for me. We go on I had a paper covering that. Thing. Would that be science? Because I don't see chemistry on here. It's a it's a form of science. It's science. It's chemistry. Okay. Or if you write chemistry down, I just have science. science. So roll science. She blinded science me with rules. science. God freaking frick. Sixty six <laughs> and mine's a sixty one. Oh. Wow. Wow. I'll say... Can we help? I'll I say you get a... roll that I was making without telling anyone, so I'd probably say no. Well, I'll say that you get a, a bonus die from Amelia describing the flames okay. and things like that. I'll be uh, nice. I re-roll the 10? Yes, re-roll the 10. The exact same. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, who knows? Yeah, who's, who's to say? So, who's to say? All right, guys. So, here we have six pieces of parchment that have the chant that they use to summon the creature. 
Keep one with you at all times. It doesn't seem to love the forbidden language. We go with the snow, but not the snow that is yellow. Do I recognize the language on here? Uh, what languages do you know? Uh, Are these all the same? That's a great question. Yeah, they're I all did the same. not research that. I checked every word on all oh. of them. Did you really? All That's the okay. Same. It's it's uh, Latin yeah. variants. Yeah, I, yeah. I think we could extrapolate. And that. Uh, there's two things. In I here. feel like she would, for the sake of being a musician. You had to sing Latin in church. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't go to church. As a child, perhaps. <laughs> there's also two other documents in here. Um, one that sort of details Mary and Alan leaving the place, um, kind of giving us some information that's important. It's bonded to the house. Um, it can only appear for hours or days at a time, and I think unless it's aggravated or unless... What's you, it? The, the creature that killed the, the thing, remember, from the book? Oh, you were just looking okay. at the book, so I yeah, assume yeah. that you remember the thing. Yeah, I understand. So, I understand. Um, He's, the P.S. Is, is very interesting. I write this before I close the lid on this trunk. This thing, the thing is still in the attic of the house. It seemed to recognize me and spoke foul curses at me. I will carve protective wards in the trunk to prevent any tampering with its contents, just in case. So it seems as though the creature could see him speak curses at him but not affect him. Um... Which is interesting. I imagine that bond is, is gone, but there's a chance it might try to speak to us. According to this other document, uh, this is a pentagram. I am assuming we'd have to draw something similar to this to try and banish it. Uh, which, just so you all know, is my eventual goal. Um, it says we need a fire. We've got the fireplace. Uh, it says we need two candles, black in color, with a uh, lit... Uh, both of them lit flanking the piece of amber. The specified pentagram and the chalk on the ground. And uh, continuous chant repetition for two hours. Minimum of one at some point always. One person. And a designated watcher outside of the chant to guard the ritual from malevolent spirits and sit outside the circle. So, alright. To be honest with you, I don't know how, how banishment works. Something tells me we should have gone to New Orleans at one point. <laughs> but uh, apparently, I, I feel like it's going to be pretty hard. So we're going to try and reason with it. If not, we'll try and kill it. And then if not, we get killed, it, then we'll try and banish it or die trying. So, um, it's supposed to be some kind of, uh, how do I pronounce this? Gene? Like a genie? It's a guide to the Arab spirit world. A jinn? A jinn, yes. Um, that is not good. And uh, it's, uh, if spoken... It can allow one to commune with the spirit guide. I, here's the facts, folks. Uh, we got uh, we had newspaper clippings saying that people were missing tongues and stuff. We got people outside who were missing other internal organs. I'm thinking similar creature or cult involved. I'm unsure. I don't think it's bonded to the house. I do think there are certain hours of the day it's probably active and certain hours it's not. And I assume that's how this homeless man knew when to be here and when to not. The fact that he was about to arrive, I think, is a pretty good, uh, uh, just kind of let us know that maybe we have a little bit before something was about to happen. Uh, but he could be about to come down to the basement and lock himself in so nothing could happen. I believe he probably broke that, uh, thinking off the chair to probably try and defend himself at one point. Uh... Going yeah, full Batman detective mode. So, yeah, that's what this is about everything I have, guys. That's all I got. I just want to say, I I just did like a random 
roll because I was like, I wonder if I can do a history check to see if old buddy knows what a gin is. I needed I needed a five. I just randomly did it and I got a six. Dang. Oh. So and close. I didn't ask. So close yet so far. So close. Um, and then as I was telling everyone this, these runes that are on top of here, I would like to be carving that into my axe. Okay. Oh. Nice. Because the reward is cool, yeah. Okay. All right. Is it a magical axe? I'm trying. Make an occult roll for me. Ooh. I'm really bad at those historically. You, you draw a stick figure. Because it's on not just—it's not just sleight of hand of like, oh, let, it's like, let me carve them in the right positions. Let me carve them at the right distances. Yo, you got to roll five. I know. You got it. You got it. I boss. don't. Jamie, you are. You I was about to say, can I convince you for a different? Can I use my axe? Could more? I? Could I aid him in it? Could I like be trying to guide him through it? Yes, you can. Great, because it was a 93. I just need to roll Rub. double zero. <laughs> double zero is right here. Easy. 23. Dang. Well, shit. It, you, you carve it. Will it work? No one knows. <laughs> I kiss it. I say a little prayer. I'm like, dear Heavenly Father, <laughs> please, oh, please, bless this. Our Father, for in heaven, hallowed be the name of the King of Heaven. Yes. <laughs> Amelia looks up from the journal because she's not really looking. She's trying to read, trying to get more detail about it. And she just read that basically the thing, because it says here that the people who had done the ritual had gone back to grab their things after the ritual and they could hear it in the attic. And so it could possibly still be there. When you said it was bonded to this place, it's still probably in the attic. Well, we would have heard it when so, we came in is what I'm saying. And I feel like when we opened it, it would have come out. And the fact that we found bodies outside, I think it's free. So, just so you know, this is its home base. It's gonna come back. We just need to be ready for it when it does. I wonder why it's not here now. That's that's my thing, is why is it not... It's hunting. Here. So it's gonna come back well fed, I'm I hoping. Want, how does it not smell fresh meat, is my thing. Cause... I'm sure it does. It's probably what it's killing right now. I'm not sure if this... Is there like a border? That it stops at, or does it just uh, freely some, go I, amongst according towns? According to what I was just food. reading, there, there once was a border, but once the last of them died, the border was that broken. Makes sense. That. Okay. If you've got food on your plate, and someone else walks by with the same food, slightly fresher, are you just going to stop eating what you're eating just to go eat there? Oh, that makes sense, yeah. And, and uh, something I just want to say, I know that um, we've been doing a lot of reading on this stuff, and you and Richard are probably trying to read up and frame me about something. So, uh, I wasn't. Well, I wasn't. If you guys, if you know, if you need any explanation, you know, that's why we're here. So I'm tr I'm just trying to catch up because at first I thought this was just a load of hogwash. Right. But now right. that there's enough evidence to prove that this is more than just hogwash, I'm I'm uh, in too deep. I'm way in too deep in this. Hey, Melvin. Uh, look at that uh, sigil for me. Recognize it? Adjust my eye patch a bit. <laughs> uh, I totally forgot you have yeah. an eye patch. He's missing an eye, too. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I forgot until like probably like five minutes ago, and I was like, I'm glad I haven't said eyes at any point tonight. Um, do I, can I make anything of this, of this pentagram? Yeah. Roll a cult. Oh, is that a cold? No. <laughs> sure don't. It's a pentagram. You can assume through the letter and the fact that this ritual to banish it was almost completed previously that 
this must have some effect. Uh, you could probably very easily replicate it, probably a lot easier than uh, a firefighter trying to carve it into an axe. Um, Over to my axe. <laughs> I, I, I can probably redraw it, but uh, I, I can't make any guarantees. It, it serves some sort of purpose, but well, I couldn't uh, tell you exactly what. I'm going to need you to redraw it later. All right. Uh, does everyone have everything they need from down here? I say we go to the attic. I say let's go set a trap. Let's. Okay. All right. Everyone uh, done with the cellar? Yep. Yeah. We'll grab the ladder, yeah, of course. And I'll, I'll bring the powder, too, just the in powder. case. Yeah. yeah, I'll bring this with me. Oh, yeah, we should, we should have also said there's a second smaller jar. Yeah, I said that. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm probably assuming this was these were the ingredients they had used yeah. in the ritual. Is my the powders. I'll put it in my bag. We think how if we snort those. <laughs> that is glitter and sand. No, I'm talking about the <laughs> in game, in game. Occult roll. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. Sorry, force of hut. So, Cthulhu Mythos. <laughs> Y'all have bitches just been tripping balls this whole time. That's all. <laughs> we're still in the hospital. It was hospital. a fever dream. We all have IVs in. We're like, it was all a dream. That would be we just woke up from the, the nice thing of me. It would be a nice thing to do. I don't think it's going to happen. So you guys all exit the cellar and I assume head towards the now reclosed attic. Yep. After reading this, because she read a little bit more, she's shaking. Uh, she puts the gun, because she was still holding the gun in her hand the whole time. She puts it back in her holster just so she can hold the walking stick. Or no, not to I see open it. goes up and... Yeah. Opens it. I pull my gun out when she puts her gun away. Two guns out always. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Right. I need both of my hands. Daniel and Daniel she... looks around like, oh shit. I'm kidding. No, he's had it. Uh, Two guns out. There yeah, we go. She opens it. It once again swings. Does it smell bad again? <coughs> yeah. My gun straight up. <laughs> we all she, held our hands up. Yeah, she tosses the, the walking up. stick mm-hmm. aside. Uh, and I go. See you guys on the other side. Well. <laughs> Me and Daniel race. Yeah. Race to the ladder. We're sharing like the ladder. Like, just like. <laughs> I lead over. If y'all really want to race, y'all can roll for it to see who gets yeah, there first. It, it yeah, I fine. would love to. Yeah, you can go ahead and take it first. I'll go behind oh, okay. There we go. All right, Daniel, you climb up the ladder. I quite literally sprint up. I don't two-hand it. I just run. Uh-huh. Great. I follow up behind. So this is very small, like this is a single story building. It's kind of a, like, as he gets up to the top of the ladder, you can stand like semi beneath him. It's a very low cut roof. This is an old, like 1800s house. So totally. everything is small. Daniel, as you uh, poke your head up into this roof, you yep. see uh, with the setting sun, uh, that now further and further dark, the actually the interior, it starts to get closer and closer to that threshold of night. The shadows grow long as you see the thick dust that was on top of where the trapdoor was is all around you. You see the smatterings of bones of tiny creatures, birds, decaying wood boxes and storage all along the sides. As you kind of turn your head around, you see that um, the breeze from this door from this opening in the ceiling kind of whisks some leaves around and as you turn back you can't help but hear a <laughs> make a dodge roll for me oh, oh. yes Gavin's dead 
What's What'd the roll? Seventy-seven. Seventy-seven. What'd you need to roll? I, Thirty-five. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna turn around and ask for the lantern, but now I don't get the fucking chance. <laughs> Gavin, yeah, you had a really cool character for you. <laughs> Can I like whip around and like? That's kind of what the dodge is for. That's <laughs> exactly what the dodge is for. You take six points of damage. Oh my god! Oh. Hey, that's uh half. That's half exactly. Uh, well, I have a thirteen. I thought. Did you say we rounded down? We round down. So that's just shy of a major wound. Oh, okay. Cool. Just shy. One, two, um, one, two, four, five, six. This is fun. I love this game. <laughs> you know what? Why didn't you just go first? Gets hit once. Race it I should have. My dodge is 75. Gets hit once. This game sucks. <laughs> Why is your dodge so high? Why is and then... Because I, I specced myself that way. He kind of rolled like a god. So here's kind what of? happens. As Daniel first off climbs up, climbs up, there's a beat before... A brief pull as if he is being pulled up by the collar of his shirt is yanked up as screams bloody horror come from this roof as suddenly he <clears throat> kicks and pushes off all he can do. He's pushing into what from what you guys see as just pure air from the darkness as he manages to grab onto the edges of the this attic door and pull himself down and fall back. You take one point of damage as you fall and land on the floor. Everybody present make a sanity roll for me. So I take an Jeez. extra point of damage other than the one I already took? That's correct. Just let me know if success or success. failure. Success. Success. Fail. Fail. All right. So. Not that bad, but fail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Amelia. Uh, Amelia, you take three, you lose three sanity. Uh, Gail and Melvin, you lo both lose one sanity. No, not that bad. Not that bad. Not that bad. Daniel Crawl, you take, you lose six insanity. Oh, oh that's I, okay. What? Amelia is screaming bloody murder right now. As you all see, as Daniel Crawl, who this stoic, confident individual, falls out of the attic, lands on his back, is shaking. You see, as from his collarbone up are countless, countless claw marks oh, and scratches oh. as he's bleeding all over oh his God. skull as a whole. You lost more than five sanity in one go. Yeah. You're about to fall into a bout of madness. <gasps> I got hit one fucking time. It's Call of Cthulhu, dude. That's kind of supposed to happen. How are you supposed to win this game? You survive. Don't. You can't! <laughs> You're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. That pisses me off. You can bounce back from it. It's Welcome okay. to Call of Cthulhu, where you. Roll a d10 for me. No. Die. Six. You all see as Daniel is screaming from the moment that he is hoisted up, almost as if. He had been thrown from ch uh, shoulders up into a wood chipper of sorts, flops down, and is lying still. Oh, my lord. Um, I immediately pull out my paper and start chanting. You hear quiet before another 
as this thing and is I shaking and bouncing the house back and forth, it feels like. It feels like this entire structure might collapse before silence. Interesting hypothesis. Crawl, hang in there. I start reading it again. Crawl, hang in uh, there. I, I think Melvin's <laughs> just kind of tweaking out and watching him on the floor. No, just, okay, just give you a visual. Amelia's literally lying down. Yeah. <laughs> She's... Miss Grace, remember what I said about composure? I cannot keep my... Comp- <laughs> <laughs> literally vomits again. <laughs> <laughs> Melvin, start reading with you. <laughs> <laughs> You feel another rumbling in the house before one final (laughs) as the sun begins to fully set. You see a slight disturbance, almost as if the heat in the air itself, like heat vapors essentially back and forth that are a swirl of bones and detritus. Uh, This thing is moving fast and it is barely imperceptible it is only you can only notice it by the trail that it leaves essentially as it uh flees or leaves uh into the or out of the house and into the forest into the night goes is there a chance i can throw something at it you are inside the house right now the only way you're seeing this is by through the open back door yeah so So this thing is watching it move Mm -hmm. yes it can is. I, can I try and throw it something at it? It is gone. You can throw he, he something at it, very, but it is gone. It was very fast. It was barely perceptible. Well, so my throw score. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Um, I'll. As you do have still a motionless Daniel next yeah, to you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, I'll <laughs> I heal. Guess. I'll I'll do uh, some medicine on on old Dan the man. We'll check him out. Yeah. No, he is. I have I have first aid skill. All right. I'd love to help him out if I can. Easily enough, you don't even have to roll for it. You see that he is uh, just unconscious. Yeah. Clearly from the trauma that he has now faced, as you see that, again, akin through, like, basically shoulders up going through a paper shredder of sorts. Yeah, so I'll just take uh, some... I'm ripping up his jacket that he loves so much and kind of wrapping his head up, just trying to suppress Roll first aid to see if you can help. Yeah. So just shy of a success or fail? Fail. Six, fail. Fail. All right. Sex, fail. You you stop the bleeding for sure. Um, But again, you're wrapping him with not with with a jacket, not absorbent bandages or you're not Not able to disinfect it. Yeah. Yeah. Good thing you're already covered in blood and viscera because there's just more. Oh, that's um, gonna get an infection for sure. Um, I think we all have an infection. I I rig the ladder. We're all infected. And I go, Miss Grace, Melvin, we're gonna yeah. get his body in the attic. We're gonna get everything in the attic, and we're gonna set a trap. Are we using him as bait? You think it's no. coming back? He needs to just stay with us. I guarantee you, it's coming back. Okay. Um. I don't know if I can take this. Hey, hey, breathe. Breathe, all right. I'm, Look, I'm breathing. I'm breathing. I would rather, I would rather the worst possible thing on the planet. Hey. <laughs> Look, I know you literally just got almost mauled to death, but I need you to chill. Die a little <laughs> quieter, <Listen>. please. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, but you'd be like, crawl, crawl, you there, go right. All right, he's so here's the plan. I would rather the worst thing in the world happen to me than any harm befall the two of you. I promise you, 
I'm only taking the actions I'm taking because I think this is the best way for us to get rid of it. I'm not going to force you two to do this. I can pull Carl up there myself. You guys can leave now. Go find Richard. Do what you have to do. I'll give you money. I'll give you a note. Everything will be fine. I it's feel, up to you. I feel, I feel like we're kind of in too deep at this point. I, don't know, I honestly don't know if I can keep doing this, Gail. I don't know if I can. I, I think I need to go find Richard. And I'll understand if you do. I don't, I don't, I don't know. But there is something. If you do that, I'd like your gun. Why? Because I'm going to sit... Uh, crawl up in the corner. I'm gonna prop him up against a wall and put three guns in his lap and tell him to shoot if it comes again. Miss Miss Amelia, I think you should also consider that thing is just kind of out there now. I hadn't even thought of that, Milton. <laughs> this is why you're the brains. If, if, if it's out there, and you're the brawn. <laughs> Crawl says from his dead. Thanks, I, buddy. I, I, I know this isn't exactly a, a safe or desirable place to be right now, but it, for all we know, it might be safer than out there. Nowhere safe, but I think it'd be better if I wasn't alone. You're unconscious. You're right. I, 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 I mean, yeah, you're unconscious. Uh, I'll say that uh, if somebody wants to try to help you wake up, they can. I'm not going to slap his face that just got ripped open. Um, <laughs> My nose yeah. flies off. Um... Well, I say we just try and get him in the attic. I say we just try and get him in the attic. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll give you a hand. <laughs> you like rewound the so time. I always like to jimmy him up there if we can. Yeah. Jimmy. Jimmy. Easy enough. Uh, well, with much difficulty, you are able to get him well, I mean, and lay him I up in the attic. I am a firefighter. I do rescue bodies down it, ladders. You're, you're on an, and, going up an, a, an old ladder in an attic. Yeah. Though, so. A little bit of a I'm just saying, there. without bogging down what things a with duff holes, on your shoulders. Um, you lay him down into the attic, bleeding through the coat bandages, uh, and you see the uh, skeletal remains of all sorts of animals uh, around you, big, bigger and smaller, nothing bigger than an owl, nothing smaller than a mouse, um, and uh, all sorts of crates and things. It's, it's an old at- attic with the uh, busted through hole, uh, in the in the ceiling. Yeah, so I'll I'll literally set crawl up between two crates, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, place my gun in his lap and his gun in his lap, and uh, well actually let me set to the side for wait, wait him up first. Uh, so I'm gonna try and like give him a, a light, extremely light jostle, and be like, jostle. Daniel, you in there, pal? We need you. To be honest, I don't think there's uh, much more you can do. Hey, uh, hey, I stopped some of your bleeding, all right? You're bleeding a lot. You can't take another hit. And he, like, holds his finger up. He's like, shh. Ow. Yeah. Okay. Ow. Yeah. It's going to hurt. It, you're, it's rough, but you're going to have some really awesome scars when this is all over, all right? He, like. That's rough, buddy. He, like, shakes, and, like, shakily brings his arm up and, like, flexes it. And You're doing like, great, buddy. Go. Here's what we're going to have you do. You're going to be our watcher, all right? You're going to make sure yep. that nothing bad happens, and you're going to watch for nasty spirits, all right? I'm going right. to give you these guns, and if things go bad, you start blasting. So anyway, they started blasting. <laughs> exactly, but only if something bad happens. You're our watcher, all right? I got an idea. And he, like, points to all the bones on the ground, and he's like, take the trenchy. Okay. 
Make some armor. I don't know how much time I have. I'm about to rig a trap. If I can do that too, I will. Amelia, come, come. I'm scared. Closer. He like leans in and whispers in your ear. He's like, chill the fuck out. <laughs> um, she just like, I'm okay. I promise. You, um, you look far worse than okay, but I'll hey. take your word for it. I've been worse now. You don't want You've to see. You've been wor- uh, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even. Gail. Hey. You going to get started? Yep. Here I go. And uh, now montage happens. Here's what goes on <laughs> it, in the montage. It's literally the Evil Dead Two montage. Literally. It, it, literally. literally. So so he goes over. Uh, he pulls the uh, the ladder up and uh, tries to use his axe like hook and pull the latch up. And he takes crates from all around the attic and makes like a barrier and then like a roof over the hatch so it can't come through the hatch. Now it has one entrance. So then he goes over there and uh, he's gonna set like a circle of uh, candles around where it has to come in through the roof and try and set a couple like hunting snares with the rope rigged across the floor using some of the animal bones as sort of like the lever points. Do you want me to try and write that symbol? Yes. Okay. Yes, that's exactly what I'd like you to do. Where do you want it? Uh, I want it right in the center of these candles right here. And I'll start. So, you begin to set up this trap in the attic. This is the best I got, guys. Kevin McAllister. You lay out all of these candles. Uh, do you draw the sigil or just the I, candles? I, I draw the sigil mm-hmm. like he asked mm-hmm. me to. Okay. You draw out the sigil. You try to set up these boxes where, uh, you know, he kind of has this alleyway. It kind of has this alley. Uh to from the entrance to come in. May I also do something mm-hmm. in conjunction with this trap, just in case everything else goes bad. Uh, this oil lantern, um, I'm guessing, is there like an oil reservoir in it? Yes. If I could, I would like to spread some of that all around this attic. Well, still keep have, have enough to keep this flame lit in case I need to like drop it and let everything go up. Okay. Totally. Yeah, I, that's my idea with the Molotovs. Is like, oh, yeah, if it goes down, we're you know if we have to go down with it, that's fine. With then yeah, that, that works. Then the, I'll, right? I'll spread yeah. some more of the oil then, so that it can help that plan. Totally. Out. Okay. You just gonna wait for it? Uh, Amelia is just humming under her breath I, to calm herself I, down. Uh, I'd probably have a talk with each of them, honestly, just to see how they're holding up. But I'd probably go talk to Amelia first. Be like, hey, where are we at? Uh, are we gonna be able to? Uh, to do this thing, I know it's hard, but I just wanted to check up on you. If we don't make th- out, if we don't make it out alive, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do. Do you have any regrets? Probably letting Richard go so easily. He'll be back, and I don't think he'll, so. he'll I be really the one to don't. tell our story, I'm confident. We'll see. Is there anything I can do to help? Are you religious? I'm not religious. I've never really gotten into it I've been so I've been holed up working on music performing at the bar would you uh would you like to sing anything now would that help say what sing anything oh sing um yeah that that might calm me down for a little bit before this whole fiasco starts go right ahead she starts humming a key and then begins to 
sing the first thing that comes to mind. I don't know anything about 20s music, but... We'll <laughs> meet again. I don't know. I was just thinking, like, hello, my baby. Hello. <laughs> hello, my baby. Wrong hair. Wrong hair, but yeah. Um, Salt barbershop like that. Sure. <laughs> I'll probably listen super intently as you sing this and, like, tear up a little bit. It's like, you know, this might be the last song I ever hear, and it's it's perfect. It's beautiful. And uh, it was wonderful. Miss Grace, thank you so much. And I walk over to Melvin and I'm like, hey kid. That's <laughs> World War II, that's right. Uh, you ready to do this thing? I'm, I'm scared, Mr. Yo. Yeah. Me too. You wanna know something? Hmm. I'm scared, like, all the time. <laughs> Pretty much ever since uh, I lost Jessica, I just, you know, live in that state. So, um,. I'll tell you, the things we've seen, best thing for us to do now is try and keep this from happening to anybody else. Yeah. I wasn't going to do much anyway with my life, so I might as well do this. <laughs> oh, kid, you would have gone far. Don't, don't hit me with that. I'm an archaeology major at a college that doesn't really <laughs> focus too much on that. At I, a college I, that was the first successful organization to summon a creature from another realm? Are you kidding me? I'm not too proud of that legacy. Well, <laughs> I'm telling you, you're the one and the only one who's ever done it, and it may not turn out well, but imagine if it had. You'd be coming from the most prestigious university in the world into the field you should be going into, and you could have made millions, kid. Feels a bit more infamous than famous, but thank you for the sentiment. Yeah. Uh, any regrets? I kind of, I don't know. There's a lot I want to say to some people. Do you leave your parents behind? Oh, my parents are back home. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Didn't really pay me much mind. I hear that. I'm going to miss Rebecca. She's my best friend. She's a good kid. You guys both are. And, uh, you know, I, uh, you never really uh, thought I was crazy and all this. You really uh, helped me feel like I wasn't off my rocker. Just want to say appreciate that. You're uh... to to be fair, Mr. Gale. I don't think you're the most sound of mine. That's but valid. You you definitely are a good man. I should have gone to therapy for sure. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. But uh... you are a good man, though. So thank you for being here. Amelia gets up and joins you too. I walk over to Craw and kind of crouch down, kind of meet his eyes. Like, hey, buddy. <laughs> How are you hanging? dead yet? <laughs> I'm wounded. I'm not a child. I know. I'm just trying to be sweet. Don't. Oh, okay, well, how are you feeling? I've been in this situation before, believe it this or not. This situation? You've been in this situation before? <laughs> not to the T. But to the eye. Close. Yes. I have an idea. The uh, much like the raccoon. It was well, what was what was the raccoon missing? His heart. Exactly. So this thing, whatever it is, this must be what it eats. Because the raccoon was still there. Right. But the heart was not. Right. Say same with the body I found. So. It's looking for hearts. Yeah. Y'all need a heart. Nope. I'm not doing it. Just an idea. 
one I one I would rather us not do. Gail's like he's like fighting tears. It's like in an anime when their head is down and there's like the blue shading over their eyes and it's like they're like it implies they're having really dark thoughts that they um, he sort of just like nods. Dan is going to grab you by the back of the head and like forehead to forehead you and be like oh man. Yeah. He's been nothing but a brother to me. Oh my god. You've known each other for a day. On this journey I said. a lot together. On this journey. I was here for it. Hey man. Pointing guns at far braver than I've ever been. So. Pointing guns at innocent people together. Hey, ain't nothing like it, <laughs> Chief. No, give him a five. That's why I joined the army. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, and uh, Gail just sort of shifts his gaze to the three of y'all. It's like, whatever happens, it was a gift to meet you guys. Sir, do you still have one of those bottles of alcohol? Yeah. Huh? I, he, he puts his hand out for it. I unclog, like, clog it, and I hand yeah, it over. And Melvin will have his first drink of alcohol, and oh, we all cheer. Chug yeah. quite a bit of it. Yeah. <laughs> Spit quite a bit of it out, and then hand it yeah. back to him. <laughs> I grabbed something else out of the truck for oh. you, Melvin. Is it I, milk? I unzip my bag. <laughs> and I pull out one of your three canisters of milk. Snatch it. <laughs> Alcohol and milk makes a great mix. You guys. Oh yeah, yeah. Curdles in the stomach. Yeah, drink oh, the whole thing. I knew you'd need it. Oh, it's, it's, oh, like, I have like a little Popeye moment. My arms like <laughs> <laughs> like swell up. And like, as yeah. a bottle is passed around, both of alcohol and milk, roll. Listen. Listen. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> Nine. I just need to know if you succeeded or failed, and if you did succeed, if it was by regular, hard, or extreme. Um, I succeeded by uh, hard. Okay. Failure. Failure? By barely. Okay. Uh, succeeded by hard. Okay. Reg suck. Regular success. Okay, it, it, it translated. Wait, so How many did on. you succeed by? So it's regular like, hard extreme. Yes. So it's regular half and fifth. Yes. Okay, yeah. so yeah, by hard. By hard. Yeah. By how many? Uh, 13, I think you said. 30 minus 13, whatever that is. 17? Okay. Okay. Uh, I rolled uh, 9, uh, and 20 is the base one, and then 10 would be the half. So succeeded by one. Succeeded hard. hard by one. Succeeded hard by one. Okay. That's important. Because the way that the system breaks down is if two opposing things succeed in the, both the general rule, then it goes down to by how much. Gotcha. So that's kind of where the deal breaker is. It's only when it's a perfect tie of like, hey, we both rolled 11s. Boom. So here's what happens. Hours go by. Goddamn well. Hours. As the sun begins to set, you sit and wait and shuffle past bottles around. Amelia sings a soft tune. You hear a distant scream from the woods that is cut short. About two hours in, the light begins to set low. It's it's pitch black in this room at this point, so I assume torches stay lit yeah, as you up. have. We have the candles lit around the pentagram. You have the candles Which lit around the pentagram. we need to be careful about that because there's oil. <laughs> yeah. Candles lit. So by candlelight, 
you guys are in this room. Before you see a shape fall through the hole into this into the pentagram, it flops and poof, lands in the center. I immediately take Molotov cocktail and I'm gonna ready it because it's probably. I point the well, guns at here's, it. Here's, <clears throat> I'm just gonna say what I'm thinking. This is probably the same thoughts as the listener, maybe. If you made us roll a listen check and didn't give us, and we heard the scream, I'm guessing it climbed on the roof, saw what we had going on, is smart, and has dropped something into this pentagram that isn't actually it. So I'm gonna hold off on it to the edges yet. Me too. But I'm I pointing the guns at gun drawn, though. I got my dagger pointed and the, <laughs> the uh, lantern ready to throw. Melvin, roll. A luck roll for me. I got oh. good luck. Okay, let's. Uh, of course, I rolled worse. Uh, so my luck is a sixty. I rolled an eighty flat. Mm, damn. Okay. He can't be assisted, can he? No, no. He's the one that drew the pentagram. Yeah, this is him. You see this form flop, and there's silence. Can't quite make out what it is. Even the candlelight. Candlelight, definitely not. The flickering, the you're talking five yeah. candles and, and a lantern. That, you guys are back up. I, I'm, we're far away. Um, can I slowly make my way oh towards it? No, we do, it, we do it together. Well, I, I, you can move with me if you want, but I'm, I'm moving, moving I'm forward. Moving with them. I'm moving and them. actually, uh, can I go ahead and light the Molotov? That'll put you on a timer, essentially, of that thing's gonna burn and burst. I'm being, being nice and giving you, letting you know that that will happen. I it is just a piece of cloth. It is just a piece of cloth stuck into the bottle, so you can just pull it out. I could. If you need to. It's a flaming cloth. That's it. But, alright, here's what I'm gonna do instead. I chill on the Molotov, I grab the powder. Okay. You're okay. ready. I... The brown powder or the silver powder? Brown powder. Brown powder. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna continue moving forward, like I said. Okay. So everyone is moving forward, or just the two of you guys? Everybody. Everybody. With and so slowly ready move with forward. Uh, Melvin, you are number one in terms of uh, you're concerned of while everyone's got eyes up, Yeah. you're the only one who has eyes down. Mm-hmm. As you slowly go towards and the candlelight expands into the lantern light, you see the form of this old... Uh, scraggly bearded man wearing the flannel with his chest ripped open his heart missing sprawled across this pentagram and as your eyes follow the dripping blood pools that are slowly going across the floorboards you see the pentagram has been wiped, sketched or messed up as all three of you guys approach under this hole, you hear a... <laughs> <laughs> I need everybody to let me know where their dex is as so anyway, this thing sort of swoops blast. down. The creature rolled uh, a hard success by 11 on his roll to get the drop on you guys, essentially. So because of that, he does have surprise on you guys. He does get the first round. Okay. As Gale is the first and closest one near the hole. Totally. You all see as uh, after this body drops, this, again, heat 
like the the literal light of the candles and the torch itself seemed to waver as the light and the air and the detritus begins to swoop up a little bit like a living blender begins to swoop down upon gale i am not okay you take 11 points of damage great that's almost all of them you suffer a major wound i'm still alive though okay how many hit points do you have not unconscious i had 14 Oh my gosh. As you see Gale's body racks and stiffens as he slowly is risen into the air and Gosh, this fucking sucks! <laughs> what you initially see as just cuts and scrapes and claw marks begin to form over him. Now that you guys are in a closer proximity, uh, Melvin, you in particular see a stray claw, a stray sort of taloned hand of countless fingers three fingers five fingers 12 fingers back to three this is turning what bits you can see of this now that it is in one place is a constant shifting mass of claws and teeth and talons it is it is slashing incarnate so this is like like the tasmanian devil like little tornado but evil yes (laughs) oh my god (laughs) yeah and that's it oh your face next up daniel you are in the corner of this room, leaned up against this box, barely holding on, two pistols in hand, as you see in horror in the shine of the moonlight, Gale rise up unwillingly, slashes forming a torrent of blood pouring out of him. Fire! Can I see Gale? Or do I see like a blur going around him? You see Gale, you see the blur, you see bits of claws and bone and teeth and blood and... I'm going to start shooting at the blur, but, like, on the outsides of, like, Gail's body. Yeah, sure thing. So do I get one? Or do Are I you get... wanting to empty the revolvers or empty the guns? I, pretty much. I want to, like, okay, like dual eye aim to, like, the outsides of his body and then just start... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However many you let me. Okay, I'll say that uh, this will be a... This is kind of breaking uh, outside the rules a little bit. I'm just going to home home it, homebrew it. But I'll say that you can roll for uh, combat. You can roll to attack with your uh, firearm skill. Uh, but this will be a, a hard roll. If you succeed, then I'll let you get three shots off. Oh, okay. 26. All right. Yep. So go ahead and roll damage. So you get three shots? Go roll damage for three shots. Yes. Okay. Sex. Let me see. One, two. Sexy. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, okay. just six. Damn. That was a lot less cool than I thought it could be. Was it a one, two, and a three? Yes. Thankfully, in your sort of half-conscious, bleeding-out stupor, you managed to do a quick three rounds, pa pa pa, and see as they pass around Gale, pass through what this whirlwind is to no effect and go outside the or go out the other way as if it's hit nothing. Next up is Amelia. You see as Gale rises up in the air, Daniel fires off a few quick rounds uh, as you see what you can of this creature uh, before you. Seeing that the gunshots didn't work, I don't know if it's going to work, but I feel like she would look at this go towards the pentagram and start 
redrawing it, but with the blood of the guy that fell down through the hole. All right, all right. Make an occult roll for me. Fingers crossed. Um, 63 out of... You, in a state of panic, try your best to recall what this sigil looked like, but you just start smearing this blood on the ground, and it's just, there's there's no way. There's no way. Next up, we have Melvin. There's two things I do. I think I'm going to probably go the smarter thing, and I'm going to come over and try to help uh, Amelia. Um... And just like in a pen, I'm going to take the, the dagger and I'm going to carve into the ground the, uh, the symbol. Okay. Uh, so still an occult roll? Yes. You have to shove over the, the body of this guy uh, to get under yeah. where he messed Hands up. Hands are very shaky. Make an occult that. roll for me, please. Seeing him do this, could I help him out? You just spent your last turn trying. Oh, okay. I wasn't yeah, sure if I was able uh, to. So you can't even help. You could push the roll. What is pushing you can roll? push the roll, which means that, that you can, I believe, is it a full re-roll or is it just a bonus die? I think it's a full re-roll. It's but a full it, re-roll. But, but if you fail, it, it could be very catastrophic. You have to justify it, though. Like, why mm-hmm. Why would you push the roll? Or, or So it would be that you maybe don't even care about what's happening above you anymore. You are just trying. You might, you know, fix yourself away where you might accidentally cut yourself. You might be. I'll I'll probably position myself in a way that I can do it better, but maybe I get caught up Mm -hmm. in the claws going on. Uh, I will determine if what happens if it goes bad. You're you're justifying character reason of what are you doing to actively push this even further. Are you like chopping at the wood, trying your best? Are you I'm like, gr- not I'm caring gonna, what's around you? I'll grip the dagger with both hands, mm-hmm. grabbing the blade with the other one also to try and steady my hand and push harder and to try to cut it. Okay. Roll again. Okay. Full reroll? I believe full reroll. Okay. Oh, that's so much better. Uh, 33 out of 55. So you set aside the lantern and you start carving into this thing you start hacking away at it um and you seemingly are able to uh at least fix the bit that he did mess up of the symbol but the creature is not in the center of the sigil right now gotcha and i don't think i can do anything else i'm just gonna sit there with my hand all bloody okay all right gail you are up as you are currently (laughs) racked in pain getting eviscerated right now not so, so am I like restricted in any way? Or can no, still no, just... it's like j- this is all happening in split second times, essentially. So I would say like the slashes happen and then you are kind of l- released, essentially. Okay. So like this is blood pouring out of every orifice. Probably. Yes, the force of these stabs and punctures and slashes is what lifted you up into the air before you let go. Like that's way worse. Way, 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 way worse. Than the little swords that they attach to those guns. I will light the uh, Molotov cocktail okay. on my belt and just uh, hold it straight out in front of me. As you light the Molotov cocktail and you start chanting, you see as this whirlwind does give a visceral reaction of a back and forth it's almost as if there's dissonance literally in the air itself it's now its turn 
Well, can I make more of like an action action? Yeah. I mean, what it, would you, it, it my next, of... the thing I was going to do next was pour some of that, the brown powder on the fire that I just had lit. Yeah, easy peasy. Okay, great. Make an occult roll for me. Yeah, I'm historically bad at this. It's a five. <laughs> 73. <laughs> you see, as you pour this brownish powder onto the flame, the small flame, you now see as the flames turn into a dimmer flame, but sputter a green and brown. Can it understand English? You have no idea right now? You've just heard it Would it cackle. be too much if I tried to say something, too? You can say something. I'd be like, you kill me, I'd drop both of these. You see, as you stop the chant, the dissonance stops. And in response, it goes in countless of voices layered upon each other. Men, women, children. Your wife goes... That's the idea. And it makes one stab at you and attacks you. So, first things first, uh, now that that is not surprised, I want you to decide, are you going to dodge or fight back? Now it actually has to try to attack you. So, what does fight back mean? Fight back? Basically. The way Call of Cthulhu works is every attack is simultaneously... Uh, an attacker and a defender going head-to-head making competing rolls. If you choose to fight back, then what you're doing is you are rolling a brawling roll or uh, essentially versus my attack. Uh, Or if you choose to dodge, then you roll your dodge versus my attack. The tricky thing is, if you choose to dodge and we tie, then you win. But if you fight back and we both tie, then I win. My my dodge is higher, and I think that's wiser right now. So I think I'm gonna dodge. Okay. Instead. Roll dodge. Nice, great. Success. What'd you roll? Uh, fifty-one. Fifty-one success. Uh, easy, hard, or regular, hard. Regular. Regular. Yeah. Not by uh, an extreme success, but a hard success. Success still. You take six more points of damage. Oh, I'm dead. And with a fatal wound, you feel two distinct punctures in the middle of your chest as you begin to see this brief glimpse of not just claws, but teeth and a maw as it resonates in all of these voices overhaul. See you soon. In your wife's voice before your chest is ripped open and you fall to the floor. With my dying breath, I go, love you, babe. (laughs) Don't make me cry. No. I love Gail. Gail is dead. (gasps) The end of Gail. Oh my gosh. Daniel Crawl, you are up next. Has the monster taken his heart out yet? No. I want to shoot it. I feel (laughs) so. Okay. I want to see what happens when you take away something that the monster is looking for before he can take it. Okay. Whatever it is. I want to. I just want to shoot his heart. Since he's already dead, I'm not shoot. killing him. I don't feel bad. You want to shoot Gale? Yeah, he's, his heart. He's not dead. Or he's dead already. Yeah. So. Okay, absolutely. Yeah, roll roll firearms. Get rid of my heart. Do it. That's true. I got a 31. Oh, wow. I needed a 55. Yep, you shoot him in now his very open chest cavity. Yeah. And as you do, you can't... There's no sense of 
eyes or attention, but you feel this shiver down your spine as you feel like this creature has finally noticed you for the first time. Good. What happens? Does he get pissed because I shot and destroyed his heart for the creature good? You have n- if this. You cannot see this thing. You are only seeing what it is interacting with. Essentially, uh. this is a fifth-dimensional being who is barely able to peek through yeah. this plane. Essentially, this you are only able to see what you can physically comprehend. Oh, okay. <laughs> you sound un- unsatisfied with that answer. Yeah. <laughs> I find that answer vague and unsatisfying. It's kind of meant to be. It's Cthulhu. I mean, yeah. you can you can roll uh, intelligence to see if you fully understand what you're seeing. Nope. Nope. Good, because if you succeeded, the same thing that happened to Melvin in the first episode would have happened to you of messing you up and losing sanity and things like oh. that. You don't um. want to understand. <laughs> Or you don't want to see what you're understanding at the very least. Excuse but me. so you shake that out of your mind. Uh, next up is Amelia. I want to. I can't start a fire. I don't have any way to start a fire on me. I did set the. You oil do have candles. You do have lit. candles. That's right. We do have candles lit. But the oil is also surrounding the pentagram, and you and I are still in there, I think. So that's kind of a sticky situation there. Um, I mean, I think we, we end this. <laughs> I think we end this, yeah. I'm going to grab the jar off of Gale, because I think he had it on him. Okay. I'm going to grab both the jars. Maybe. I'm going to try that. So I'm going to use... I'm going to ask if I can take... The silvery powder from... It's in, it's in my bag. It's in your bag? Oh, shit. Melvin! <laughs> it is downstairs. No, it's on me. Oh, it's on I'm you? I'm wearing my bag. It's there a satchel. Okay. Yeah, okay. 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 Look, it's a man purse. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go... Mm, actually, it's a I don't know if... Would grabbing it be my action? Or could I... Because I do want... I do want to chant it. Okay. You start to chant it backwards. Make an occult roll for me. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fill that. <laughs> and there's no egg in a sister, can I? Yeah, I mean, not, not in combat, yeah. I don't think. Yeah. This is split second timing. Ninety-nine. <gasps> Holy shit! Yeah, that's the second ninety-nine you've gotten tonight. <laughs> you are in a such in a rush that you. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. I don't know, I just pissed it off, so... Are trying your best to figure out this stuff backwards as you throw it. You end up throwing the powder, overshooting the flame, and it lands in uh, this old man's body uh, and just completely is wet. Powder is no more. Oh, no. Melvin, you're up. Okay. I'll give it a stab. I'll try. Stab at the creature or the, the sigil? Haven't I already cut out the sigil? You've already cut, cut out the sigil, so you, what are you stabbing? I'm stabbing the creature. Okay. I want to see if it does anything. Okay. It has blood on it. Maybe that helps. I don't know. Uh, do I need to... What do I need to do for that? Roll for attack uh, brawling, I'll say. Because do you Where have a knife skill? Uh, I do not. <laughs> okay, then roll brawling. Still no. Okay. You swing wildly at the air, but again, this thing is nigh invisible. Let alone the fact that you put your lantern down, you're just yeah. swinging in the darkness at this I point. I the fucking oil on fire. Yeah, that's right. my turn. 
Uh, Gail, I need you to roll a luck check for me. What? Uh, Still in combat? Excuse me? 22. That's good. Your luck is 30. Your luck is 30? I succeeded, yeah. Okay. Thankfully, upon Gale's death, he did not crush the the, uh, Molotov cocktail that he had lit. Um, And thankfully so, because as the flame continues to go, luckily enough, it falls over at uh, Daniel's feet. It rolls over. Still currently lit, but it looks like you have a couple seconds before it actually poof, self-ignites. Burn this bitch to the a ground, couple seconds. dude. I have seconds? Yes. This, yes. this, this is all happening. This is all happening. Simultaneously. Shit is hitting the fan as we speak. He's going to pick it up and he's just going to start crawling. It is not ass. your turn yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's the thing's turn now. It's the thing's turn. He's like... As it drops, it sees Melvin swinging wildly. And it's going to make an attack. I need you to choose to roll dodge or roll. No, no. Uh, uh, dodge. Roll dodge or roll fight back. Yeah. Well, would 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 fight back also just be a brawl? Yeah. Uh, yes. There's it's literally two percent difference, so I might as well fight back. Oh no. Nah, yeah. No, Melvin. Melvin. Fail. Melvin. <laughs> This thing missed. <gasps> You're alive! I got my eyes wide in the truck. Like, Do it, motherfucker! Do it! <laughs> As you are just barely able to roll and dodge out of the way, uh, you see as this thing, you just feel the impact <laughs> right next to you onto the edge of this pentagram. Uh, that's its turn. Uh, Daniel, you are up. Oh, as it's, the, it's on the edge of the pentagram? <laughs> we heard it? Uh, it slammed, it tried to slam down and uh, attack yeah, uh, so you know him who was on the edge. It's the center that uh, it's distracted. is where it seems to need to be. But, so it's, but it's on the edge right now? It's on the edge, yes. Awesome. As this Molotov cocktail rolls and kind of clinks at, against your foot. Cinematically. I'm pick it up, start crawling as fast as I can. Like towards the center of the sigil, mm-hmm. it, can I make it before the Molotov burns? Yes, but that yes, but your movement would that would be your movement if you wish to do anything with the Molotov. You have to wait till your next turn. I say just throw it, burn it. We're just gonna throw it. Let it burn towards the sigil. <laughs> no, you're gonna. Throw you? You're gonna. I'm, I'm in the sigil. Yeah, do it. Yeah, I'll throw it at you. Take you can me. catch it. <laughs> so no, I can. You could catch it. We all see, as Daniel crawls his way to grab this bottle, lifts it a high, the oil on the ground that Melvin spilt glistens. As he throws it, it lands, knocks over a few of the candles before it, and all of the oil ignites the lantern, a smaller explosion that gives off a chain reaction.
Richard Maxwell, you have made your way to Ross's Corners. You very, very luckily are able to convince the police that there is something very serious going on. They had already been looking for a missing persons case, uh, and you show up at their front doorstep covered in blood and viscera, and it took every bit of charm and charisma you have to convince them that you are not the murderer. I'm your first round of alcohol. Just come with me. That you are not the murderer. So you're able to round up what small police force is, which is literally a car uh, with three other police officers. As you make your way to the scene several hours later, it is almost midnight. As you see the full blaze that is this old farmhouse, as you pull, as the police officers pull up into the driveway, they stop by this burned stump at the very beginning, and you can hear just this laugh and cackle of a chorus of voices. You hear this cackle this of a child, of your brother. You hear this <sighs> cackle of laugh of Gale and Melvin and Daniel and Amelia this chorus, this absolute legion of voices. And you can't help but run. I mean, what could you do? Over the next couple of weeks, months, you have made your way back to your bar, but you hear talk about town. Several more disappearances now outside of Ross's corners, as it seems like this issue has only grown. And what did you do? You walked away. And that is where we're going to end our session and our uh, campaign of Call of Cthulhu. Oh, my God! (laughs) That was awesome. That was the biggest biggest middle finger I've ever seen. Oh, my God. That was very, like, end of Evil Dead where Ash thinks he finished it. And then the end, like, the, the... the canary demon converted. Yeah. This was a very dark pictures esque kind of thing. I, 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 I asked you guys. I, I said, that. "How? I mean, I could go one of two ways." Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, kill and that him. was great." Yeah. Like, I oh, love yeah. that. I go like, one of two truly, ways. Holy crap! But yeah, for for us and for the for the audience, I just like, I do like that ending. Because I do too, for sure. For a lot of these RPGs we're going to be doing, I feel like they're going to be very like classic hero's journey. Good guys win, kind of thing. It's good to mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. get a little bit of a difference. I, I want a bad end. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes that's what you want. Uh huh. Because yeah. there's, there's. I mean, I don't yeah. want to sound pessimistic, but there's way too many good story, like yeah. good endings. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's too many happy media. endings. Yeah. Every now and then, you gotta spice good. it up, yeah. you know. Let's go ahead and wrap this. Yeah. Up. Uh, we unfortunately are on a bit of a time crunch, so we will hold off for plugs until next episode and things like that. But uh-huh. I just want to wish you guys a happy new year from Systems Wild. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, it's interesting to end off this, uh, to start off the new year with a, <laughs> essentially a TPK and almost TPK because one oh, person hey. walked away. When you start at rock bottom, the only way is up. <laughs> Absolutely, right. absolutely. <laughs> Thank you all so much. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Systems Wild. We will be picking back up in our next episode with Masks, the next generation, so our excited. superhero campaign. We're going to have so much fun with it, but thank you so much and good night. Oh, good night. <laughs> Did we still want to do the whole Hey Ashley thing? Uh,
Oh, yeah. Uh, before we go, we have a special shout-out from one of our favorite listeners. Uh, Tori, go ahead and take it away. Or I should say, Amelia, go ahead and take it away. Hello, my lovely Ashley. I hope you're having a wonderful day. And... Um, I blame your boyfriend for making me do this. <laughs> Thank you and good night. Good night. Woo. Oh.